Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Lo siento. This is episode 33, covering Hocus Pocus, which... I, I asked for it. Yeah, Because I, I needed something. I, I needed it. something after that just after debauchery Chainsaw. that was yeah. Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah, we went, we went hard on Chainsaw for 32. We went soft, but also kind of hard when you think about who's in it uh, for 33. <laughs> I actually... I, well, you'll hear it. I, yeah. I think we spent more time on yeah. Hocus Pocus for this episode as it pertains to past season or episodes on this film than any of the others. Well, we never spent more time on anything than we did with Piranha. Piranha. But that was, you have to. Yeah. If you haven't seen Piranha, yeah. uh, do, do go and but, watch it. Yeah, we gave, we gave ample time to Hocus Pocus, talked a lot about Vanessa Shaw. There's no doubt about that. God. Bless America, she is hot, man. <laughs> she's still got it, too. What is she doing, I wonder? She's acting. She's in stuff. I looked at her IDM or IBD. Well, she's IDMB. still coasting on the Hocus Pocus money. She probably gets residuals every every October. You know, One we hope. talked about Max not, not being yeah. an, an active actor. I bet every October he's like, all right, kids, ready for Christmas? <laughs> it's Christmas and Halloween. It's Christmas and Halloween. Hey. <laughs> Go tell that Hispanic nanny I paid to raise you oh. to buy some to buy some Christmas presents. Just wait; that'll make more sense here in about <laughs> two and a half hours. Uh, this was a fun one, uh, kind of all over the place. We did spend a lot of time show. on Hocus Pocus. It is this show. The show's all over the place. We tried doing segments in thirty-two. It's we'll get there. It is what it is. You know, by the time we hit episode one hundred, it's going to be a perfect show. Oh, it's going to be tight. It's going to be seamless, like Gal Gadot porn, just oh, perfect. D- damn it, man. <laughs> I wonder what people's thoughts are on that. If anyone heard that episode about the, the porn yeah. and Gal Gadot and all that stuff, please respond. We shall see. Uh, we, we talked a, a lot about uh, the origin story. It's kind of like, like an X-Men movie. We had the origin of, of Cold Cuts. That's true. A.K.A. Trumpy, a.k.a. his actual name, That's Legion. the title of the episode, Cold Cut Origins. Cold Cut Origins. <laughs> we talked a lot about the dog because he was looking particularly cute and seemed to be absolutely fascinated by Hocus Pocus tonight. Well, yeah, specifically. If he could speak, if he could speak a human cat. language, I would definitely do an MFK <laughs> with the witches and him, just to see. <laughs> Although he probably would have picked the cat. I'm killing Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, and fucking really? the cat. Yeah, yeah I'm fucking sure. the cat, and I'm actually I'm killing all the witches, and I'm fucking the cat, and I'm not marrying anyone because I'm a fucking hard ass, <laughs> and no bitch is gonna tie me down. Wow. We did that. We, we talked. Deep. We talked a lot about uh, shitty kids and. Not shitty kids. Yep. We tattoos. talked tattoos. Got heavy on the tattoos there for the last twenty minutes. Yeah, but uh, it was fun. I think I think we should definitely look into doing two more often. Two shows a night. Two shows a night. Yeah. I think that we shine. I think that yeah. they're not. They're not. Sometimes they're better than others. Sometimes they're not. But well, and to be. F- I mean, neither 32 or 33 had any laughs that really touched the this bitch level. Well, you're going to... That's what... Okay. We as, we aspire, we aspire to have that, a this that, bitch moment. That happens every so often. It happened with right. the flight thing. Yeah. It happened with Andy Griffith but, porno parody. But if, we, but if we shoot too hard... with Randy Newman. Oh, well, well, we had some Randy. Yeah. But if we aspire to do that every episode, I think we're going to fall short. And you don't want to fall short and be sad. Mm. This one didn't have any of the, the this bitch or the yeah. Randy Newman right. or the Andy Griffith. Yeah, but it had some fun times. Both of, there's nothing wrong with either episode. No, they were they were fun. Probably some content I have to cut. I, I I'll leave that. <laughs> you know, I I see why. Yeah, but I think that 
having those conversations is, it, it's almost good. Yeah. It means that we're not, if we cut stuff later because of our potential hearing audience, mm. at least we're not editing it in the moment. That's all I would ever ask. Let's right. not edit in the moment. Right. Let's let it out there. If tomorrow you wake up and you're like, oh, that, that, uh, that's not going to work. Yeah. Then so be it. <laughs> and we take it out. But yeah. let's not edit in the moment. Well, and the good news is, I mean, I did some, some cuts on 31. Nobody noticed. No one noticed. I cut out a specific kind of beer <laughs> from the, from the Ku Klux craft beer. Oh, like right, right, right. Seamless. Right, right, right. I mean, I've gotten, I mean, in 30 plus episodes, I've, I'm not patting myself on the back. I've gotten pretty good. I still think cutting. We don't need to go into that. Uh, we don't have to backtrack into that. <laughs> it was funny for us. It was. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are funny for us. I said something terrible in your kitchen about the, uh, the otter's order that we got tonight. <laughs> I would never say that on the pod. <laughs> if you work for otters, please do subscribe. Thank you for supplying us with chicken. World class chicken, chicken yeah. man. <laughs> World class. But yeah, I'd for, I, even in the momentary lapse, I'd forgotten about that horrible thing you said. <laughs> Definitely not potable. <laughs> I do like how we have these moments now where we start to say a thing. Yeah. And we're like, is this potable? And then we just do it. Yeah. Because it's like, we'll, we'll go back later. later. It's not. That's fine. I'll listen. Because I listen to everything before it goes out. Anywho. This is 33 with Hocus Pocus starring Vanessa Shaw and a 14-year-old Thora Birch. Mm-mm-mm. We don't have to do that. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. It stars American beauty fame. Sure. Thora Birch. Yep. Not the 14-year-old version. So uh, sit back, relax, and uh, stay tuned for a word from our sponsors. Holla. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Head on over to AdamandEve.com for your dildo deal and your butthole pleasures. Enter promo code DPTOPOD at checkout. Receive 50% off any one item. What else do you get? You get three free adult DVDs. As well as one free mystery gift. How much is shipping? Shipping is free. Get out of here. AdamandEve.com. Promo code DPTOPOD. Daddy B. I'm all now every the other night. It's bedtime. We're all in their bedroom. And she like touches my the top of my stomach, like just below my rib cage, and says, Daddy's big. And she looks at Kristen and she goes, Mommy's little. <laughs> and then she says, yes, And Kristen true. goes, Oh, thank you. And then she looks at Adelaide and she goes, Addie's little. And she pointed and she like gestures to herself. She goes, Aubrey's little. And then Kristen said, but what's daddy? And then she looks at me and she goes, daddy B. <laughs> and she, she made her voice deep for it. It's like, you turd. I told my dad that. He's like, what does that make Pappy? Extra big? Oh, that's not true. <laughs> I want to be, let's, uh, let's be focused on this one. Focus. For the hocus pocus. Yeah. I asked for it. You gave it to me. Well, After last week's just yeah. shit show yeah. of... Uh, Texas Chainsaw, Massachusetts Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, part two. <laughs> part two. Hey, 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 fella, why don't you come over here? Why don't you come over here? I'm going to come over here in Texas. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Why don't you, why don't you come over here? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to massacre you with a chainsaw, all right? Thor Birch. Now we can, now we can talk about Thor Birch. I, I think we've alluded to it. Oh. 
Yeah, no, I bought this on Vudu. No, no shame. I we have this on DVD. I'm super glad. I have to. It's like I told you in two episodes ago. There's only so many things I look forward to when October hits. And when I, when I was a kid, and oh, when this movie would come on, I was all about it. Yeah, there's, and that's why I think there's a cult following. When someone makes a good piece of cinema, yeah, it just sticks. No, this, and yeah, on its own, it's not great. Yeah, but you know. Now, on the short list of, of October Halloween-themed movies, this is definitely top three. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Like, like what is the other three? Uh, I don't know offhand. Kristen and I have, have developed a tradition in the last, <coughs> I'll say, I don't know, maybe seven years where we watched the movie Trick or Treat. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great Halloween movie because it it, it, it's uh, sort of a... What do they call that? Like an anthology? There's multiple stories going on at once. Bonnie Bruckheimer. Is that... You think she's related? Maybe. This guy up front to me always looked like Timothy Oliphant a little bit. A little bit. I can see that. I like when Zachary Binks turns into a cat. Uh-huh. And he's, and he's meowing at his dad. After the get out of here. While his dad goes, away! Away, beast! <laughs> it's like, it's a house cat. It's not what a... Is- in Salem, Massachusetts, in sixteen whatever, a house cat was a beast. I I oh. don't know, but they call. I mean, a beast of burden. Put the phone thing back up here. I just I was just looking at this. I was like, why does this look different? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Sorry. I was what happened there was I had a moment of panic because I couldn't find my actual television remote. Right. And for a person as myself whose nightly entertainment is solely television, I can see the wear on your portion of the couch. Well, let's not. We don't need to be. <laughs> We don't need to be too mean. <laughs> the, the hey, when the wife goes to bed <laughs> at nine, is worn listen, these areas. When you've got a baby, and, the, and as ear. you well know, well, I don't know if you do or you don't, but when the wife goes to bed at nine o'clock, I mean, I what do, what am I to do? Yeah, I watch uh, television. I'm not sitting in jizz, am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprises are surprises. What kind of an animal doesn't come on his own stomach knowing that he's going to have house guests sit on this furniture? (laughs) What's the matter with you? Aim for the belly button. It it turns the fun ending into a game. Here's what I do. When I go to a house party, (laughs) I assume that every piece of furniture has got cum on it. (laughs) That way, it just takes, you know, yeah. Yeah. All right. Probably well, sitting on cum. After Banks's generation of high school, like I, I was like, I remember like when I, I think I probably brought Kristen to my parents' house when I still lived there. And was, What's in the basement? Like we don't need to go in the basement. Yeah. No, no, no. There are there were there were mirrors mirrored sofas on opposite ends of the sides of the wall down there. Mm. And I was like, EPH. Oh. I was like, Getting let me let me in. tell you this. My my friend Adam, R.I.P., uh, fingered a girl on that couch. Uh, there's a no finger bang. <laughs> there's no telling what Brian's generation like for for his uh, the golden child and as saintly as they read as the Brian, Bible as, and they as saintly as Brian was. Brian's activities with his friends in the basement, like one of my buddies, fingered a girl on that couch. There's no telling what Brian's circle did they, down there. There was no women down there. Was by a the bunch t- of little circle jerks. <laughs> by the time you get no. Brian, I'm kidding. He was the quarterback. All I, right, I know. I get it. By the time you get to Banks's generation, I'm surprised. Those, I'm surprised those couches don't have like burn marks on them. <laughs> like we did some things. Brian's group took it to a whole new level, and there's no telling what. Well, actually, there is. There's a. 
I don't know if it's potable. There's a funny basement bank story. If it, if you have the inkling, what we've learned, yeah. If the inkling is it might not be potable, based on everything we've discussed, mm. it probably isn't potable. We're not going to do this. I'm not doing an MFK tonight. Okay. But we talked. We did have an MFK about the Sanderson sisters, mm-hmm. and we were pretty much in agreement that everyone is going to be on the same page. Yeah. Right? I went back and rethought it. Mm. I'm marrying the fat one. <laughs> Want to know why? It's like anything else. That fat chick's going to appreciate the fuck out of you. <laughs> Whatever I want. If I said, hey, uh, mix me up a potion that uh, makes my dick uh, you know, five inches longer. Yes, but She's going to do it. Sarah Jessica Parker is the boy crazy one. She's yeah, going I'm, to. Oh, I'm going to fuck her. But I'm killing Bette Midler. I know, but my original was Mary Sarah Jessica Parker. No, we've done this joke before. Have you ever seen Fat Girl Pussy? <laughs> it's like snow before you walk on it. It's beautiful. <laughs> and she's going to be so appreciative that yeah. I turned down Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, and Bette Midler, I guess. I don't know. She probably gives a killer beach. Uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> have we... I, uh, have I talked about this? The The... Some of the best beaches? <laughs> no. Well, we probably shouldn't. We're, look, one unpotable thing is leading into other unpotable things. But those make for the best pods. The Be- thing I was going to say. Just s- fat chicks. They just love the beach because they know <laughs> what happened? it's loading. Oh. Anyways, Anyways, tell your, tell your potable between story. Between me and my friends, Brian and his friends, and Banks and his friends, lots of nefarious teenage sexual activities took place in that basement. Nefarious might be a big word. Nefarious means like, I mean, well, we talked about this in the last pod. It's not like it's an episode of True Detective going on downstairs. <laughs> it's just general well, high school. Well, lots of sexual things took place in that basement. In the bedroom. I wish we were potting back then. I would have liked to have been a part of this. <laughs> in the bedroom, in the couch rooms with the leather recliners. One of either Brian or Banks, one of his friends actually broke a recliner. I don't think doing anything sexual. I could be wrong. Um, well, maybe I'll go back and cut that out. Yeah. If your reaction. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't. That's maybe. the perfect spot to cut it out. I'll maybe. just, that maybe. sentence. Like, do you, do you want me to stop? No, no, no. Maybe BPH is squirting story is where we want to go. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right. The line is so muddled now. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll cut it out, but I'll leave in what you just said. So, so everyone, uh, he'll know. <laughs> Brian will know, and everybody else will be like, his what story? And no one will know, and I'll still cut it out. That's actually really good. Now I don't want to cut it, Yeah. because I want that to be out. We'll just cut that. Yeah. No, but BPH, that's a, no, that's a good one. Yeah. You should probably leave it. You know what? We've got time, because this is week 33. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll run it by him. Let him listen. It's his story. It's his story. BPH has his stories. I'm sure. Maybe. The agent. I'm sure. Yeah. That's what we should. Instead of BPH, we'll, we'll keep BPH. But I'm the sure. agent. I mean, both of our parents know that story. I'm sure one of them might wag the finger that it went, went out on the pod. But My parents know the BPH squirting story? No, my parents do. You said both. Oh, both of both my, of my p- parents. Yeah, well, mine. They may. They may. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens in my family, your dad's the first person to know well, about well, it outside the only, of my the only, family. The only thing that made me think about it was uh, my mom, my, it was my mom that uh, reached out today and the text just read Randy Newman 
dot, 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 I'm pissing my pants. <laughs> and I know that we had done some recent Randy Newman. So I was yeah. like, what episode are you on? She's like, 16, it's going to take me a while. <laughs> so I went back and listened to 16 while I was on the road. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She loved the birdcage. She said, yeah, she had a crush. So in, in, in a year when she catches up, yeah. she'll hear me say, that she has a crush on Gene Hackman, which I honestly do too. I, I think he's a older man. And for Bert, our too, new super yeah. listener, it's just we will do no attempt to do no dick stuff tonight. Oh, we should do an MFK with the Birdcage cast. <laughs> the question is, do you, I mean, obviously you do Nathan Lane and Robin Williams. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The question is, do you do Gene Hackman or do you do Hank Azaria? <laughs> Cause I kind of think Come I, on, Gloria. I might fuck Hank Azaria. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Just because I know you're going to do it, yeah. let's do it now. Let's get it out of the way. We didn't do one last week. I, I told you I'm not trying to make this a part of our every pod yeah. thing. Well, we didn't do it for the last two weeks. Uh, we, okay. We tiptoed around it on 31. Okay. Get rules. Yeah. You've got two minutes. No more on this MFK. No, you go. No, I'm saying uh, this segment goes no longer than two minutes. It's Mary fine. Fuck Hill. Yeah. Robin Williams. <laughs> Hank Azaria. Are we, we're both answering? Nathan Lane. Yes. Go. Uh, are we, are we, is it like Ghostbusters? No, we? no. Just fucking answer the question. Hank Azaria, <laughs> Robin Williams, Nathan Lane. Go. Oh, that's tough. It's not. I, to me, it's crystal clear. Well, then you go. I will go. I'm going to... Just off the top, Mary Hank Azaria. The impressions, the comedy, okay, yeah. the stories. I want to be around Hank Azaria for as long as I can possibly be See, around See, this is Hank what Azaria. I was about to ask. You're marrying though. Brockmire. I mean, for those who know what I, I'm talking I, about. I, I realize that this is what I was about to ask, though. Are we doing what we did with Apollo 13, where we overlay their real-life personalities of course, with their characters? Of uh, course. It should have been established. Okay. I'm marrying Hank Azaria. Because if I'm, it's strictly the movie characters, it's a whole new ballgame. Right. I'm fucking Nathan Lane. And I know this is going to blow some minds, but I'm killing Robin Williams. Well, I love like Robin Williams. I love Robin Williams. He's already dead, yeah. so it makes it moderately easier. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. No disrespect. Yeah. I would say to follow, but come on. He's dead. Uh, but he, for all the things that people love, and I saw a great documentary on HBO about this, and we're already 45 seconds in, so remember, we don't get too much time for your question. Mm. He gets annoying. There, it's just there's a level yeah. of annoyingness about Robin Williams. Bit. Even though he's a comedic, and I will say this genius. Yeah. There's also a level like of maniacal that I don't find to be funny. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't want to spend even a fuck session with mm-hmm. Robin Williams. So yes, I marry Hank Azaria because I find him to be intensely fascinating and funny. Yeah. With the impressions, and the whole Brockmire thing, which is yeah. kind of new. Nathan Lane's kind of the same way. I feel like you're going to have a lot of fun for that one bang sesh. <laughs> and then I kill Robin Williams. Your, I, your turn. I gotta, I'm probably the exact same. I don't have any... I can't make a case in, in any other direction. Uh, I think Nathan Lane's hilarious. Very. But, extremely talented. But to your point, now that you've really sort of extrapolated their personalities... Hank Azaria is, is definitely the Mary because he's going to be the most interesting the to most be around long term. Long term. Robin Williams is just too furry. Yeah, yeah, I'm already, like, I feel like I'm already Robin Williams. I feel like 
There's enough hair yeah. in play. Like I, I look at it like, say, I'm sorry I have to kill you. It's just a body hair thing. Yeah. It might, that's, you know what? I might have extrapolated it, but you nail it home. It, there should never be a scenario yeah. where an outside person looks in and says, who's the bear? <laughs> Physically. Yeah. And, and because yeah. they would have to, because they'd be like, you're both hairy motherfuckers. Yeah. One of you has to be. Oh, there she is. Oh. Dude, there's no way she's 16 in this. I hope not. She's something. Oh. The SD version has the little film flex on it. It's like really watching it like back in the I day. I actually feel like this is the way to watch this film. Well, maybe I can call the good people at Voodoo and switch my purchase to standard def. She is so fucking hot. She's. I hope she's not 16 because now I'm like. Well, look up her age. You got your phone handy. It's a lot of work. <laughs> You're just holding out for the possibility that she might be 16. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. It's just like any Maybe. other 1950s, 60s, 70s, or 80s song where they sing about how she's only 17. <laughs> I or love she's, that. She's only 14. Beep, 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 beep. My little farmer girl. Beep, 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 beep. Randy she's Newman. only 13. I would love to hear like the unpublished Randy Newman song. She's only 17. <laughs> 17. Contrary to popular belief, Winger did not. Not right, she's only 17. That was actually a Randy Newman's great song on his initial debut you're album. You're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine. I am 16, going on 17, beautiful as a rose. That's the other problem with this film. The, the, bullies, the bully aspect. The hip-hop bully and the heavy metal bully that are best friends. It's. I just, never understood their mix. It's like, you have... This dude's rocking a flannel around the waist, leather jacket look, straight out of grunge era, and then Ice, yeah, his his white hip hop duo, you know, partner. Which, by the way, now that I'm thinking about it, is there a black person in this movie? Not one. It's not Salem, even in the Massachusetts. Nope. Really? Nope. Did you watch SNL on uh, last two Saturdays ago? Oh, it must have been. You mean this most recent? Well, we're we're, we're potting ahead. No, but, but they understand. The Adam that. Driver one. I did not catch it. There's a great bit. <laughs> there's a great. It's the. I think it's the last one they did of the night. It's uh, uh, what are the Charlottesville dickheads called? The Tiki Torch people. Yeah, the white nationalists. White nationalists. They're they're having a meeting and they're talking about like how they want to establish this perfect white paradise where they can just be white and proud and there's not a brown person in sight. And Adam Driver is like, yeah, I think you're talking about Vermont. <laughs> and he's like, what? you talking about some Yankee state? We're not going to some Yankee state. He's like, no, listen, I'm sorry. I'm new to the group, but I'm a long haul trucker. I drive all over the country and everything you just said, that's Vermont. <laughs> and then he'll say some other shit. He'll describe another like um, more aspects of a white racist paradise. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard good things about this. It episode. was good. And then at the very end, uh, a, a black guy walks in. I think he's dressed as a janitor. He's like, all right, you white nationalists got to clear out. We got another group coming in soon. <laughs> and the leader of the rally goes, hey, uh, Leroy, uh, have you ever been to Vermont? He's like, you think I want to go to some state where they're in a black face for miles? <laughs> Hell no. And he leaves the room, like, all right, we're going to Vermont. We're going to Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, I get it. No, but that's Vermont. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I no, everything you just said, that's <laughs> that's Vermont. <laughs> or Arizona, as I prefaced on the last episode. Yeah. Your fault. <laughs> it's not a secret. As I mean, I guess I know more about 
actors and that's not true. You just found one aspect. I could probably provide you with any number of cases where I know more about an actor or an actress or a movie than you do. But that shit is crazy. Anyways. I really like I I really like her Vanessa Shaw's revolutionary war outfit here. What do you call it? Colonial outfit? Yeah. It's just imagine that uh you could just take what you wanted back then too. You know? <laughs> just grab them by the pussy. Grab them by the pussy, man. <laughs> No news, no no fake media. Move on her like a bitch. Move on her like a fucking bitch. Even if she's married? Doesn't matter. You're famous. You do what you want. We're just talking like a couple of good old conservative Christians here. Just, yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> that's what we are. <laughs> and you got Thor Birch. We know what she grows up into. Yeah, I, that made me feel gross. <laughs> I want to stop. <laughs> we're, we're clearly pre-braces right now, but I'll wait. She yet. does have the choker. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No. Oh, sweetheart, when you grow up, <laughs> I was—I'll be honest—I was a little disturbed when I saw American Beauty, and I was like, "Oh, there's Thor Bird. She was in Hocus Pocus. Look at those fucking titties!" And I, it made me feel weird, you know, because yeah. I was like, "Wow, how does a little prepubescent Hocus Pocus star? What are the? Uh, I mean, what are the odds, uh, like?" You think the I forget his name. What's the brother's name? Uh, quick thing. Let me take a quick commercial break. We have a slight restroom emergency. You boning up over Thora Birch? I'm gonna go pull one out. <laughs> uh, just to preface, when I went to go pull one out, it was for the American Beauty Thora Birch, not the. No, don't say old. it. Uh, dude, I just <laughs> said, don't fucking say it. Yeah. It was for the of age, huge knockered. Yeah. Thor Birch. Well, they've got to be even bigger now. But honestly, when I was halfway in, I was like, let's just shift to Vanessa Shaw. Cause it, and it, I'll tell you what I thought was halfway in became the way in. <laughs> it was over after that. So she, there's that. Just, just Google it. I want to know how old Vanessa Shaw is in this movie. I want to know. <clears throat> well, we probably they're not going to tell me, so I'll probably have to... You have to do the math. you got to find out what... This is like 93, I, I, I think. It. I might be a historian, but I can do a little math. And this was definitely not 93. Take the big end, stick it in the little end. What's her name? Vanessa Shaw, V-I-N, I believe. Hold on, I've got a few Facebook notifications. <laughs> got to check those first. Yeah, it's important. Well, it turns out it was nothing. All right. What's the fucking brother's name in this movie? We didn't know this last time we talked about this movie. Zachary Bings? No, that's the cat. What's Max? Thor- Max. Vanessa right. Shaw. Oh, she flops up number one. Good for her. She's she's not many people named not many people named Vanessa. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, she's, so she was born in yeah, dude. She's like fucking at least twenty. She was born in July nineteenth, nineteen seventy six. Uh, so let's go. Let's, let's cross reference. Remember that date, July nineteenth, nineteen seventy six. Hocus. Carry the one. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Apparently, there's a Hocus Pocus two. It's got to be bad. Straight to straight to straight to VHS. Yeah, that was a straight dude. <laughs> I believe Hocus Pocus is ninety three. I'm gonna. We'll see. Oh, correct. All right. So. So nineteen sixty three. July sixteenth. So she had literally. Just turned whatever age she. <laughs> Let's see, seventy. Carry the one. Nineteen ninety three minus nineteen seventy six. Square root she of. She just turned 
17. She's only 17. She's only 17. But it's okay, because little Brent was only. <laughs> but in most states, that means she could make her own mind up. <laughs> Except for a few. Where 18 is the room. <laughs> It's fine, I was six. <laughs> Sorry, I had to count that on my fingers. I've had four beers. Yeah. But yeah, when I saw this movie, and I was like, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, she's, she's, uh, um, she's much older. What year did you but say she's born? But that doesn't excuse your love for Thora Burt, too. Well, that's all. Big boobies aside, <laughs> the laugh man is kind of gross. <laughs> you said she was born in 76? July 19th, 1976. Right, so she's 11 years older than me. So it's it's perfectly fine for me to be boned up over her no matter what film I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Because she'll always be older than I was. I like how you're trying to use that to say that I'm the worst person for this whole Thora Birch thing. I didn't obsess over Thora Birch. Well, how old is Thora Birch? Jesus. <laughs> This is 1993, based on appearances, I'm going to say... 11. 12. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) But she's clearly... I mean, hopefully she was an adult in American... uh, Well, yeah. (laughs) What was that movie called? You can't show your... American Beauty. You can't show your tits on camera if you're not of age. Well, unless you're in France. Good point. (laughs) Born in 82. She's, She's 36 years old. So... She's older than you are. She was 14... When so this movie it's, came out. Oh, and so it's fine because she's older than you are when this movie came out. Yeah, I feel comfortable with that. So it's all fine. Whatever I can use to uh, distance myself from this kind <laughs> from, of from the creepydom. <laughs> creepydom. <laughs> how old is Bat Miller? God damn it! My I want to know how old Sarah Jessica Parker is because, as we have said in many a pod, she looks fantastic. It's in this the only episode. film she doesn't look like a baseball mitt. Like, you know, you want to talk about like still a, taking the fat one, though. Well, I mean, OK, but like, you know, you step into this world. And you're I like, love if someone like, did a Mary fuck kill and they're like <laughs> with the cat involved. <laughs> All right. Mary fuck kill. Zachary Banks as the cat. Billy the zombie and the bus driver that they hit on on their way to downtown. Uh, I'm marrying the cat. The cat has a lot more stories. You know? Well, the cat's going to live forever. 400 years. Yeah. He's seen a lot. Marrying the cat. But to your point, this is literally the only movie that Sarah Jessica Parker is even remotely fuckable. Well, like, I've always had a thing for goth chicks. That's not a secret. Like, we I'm, know this. I remember when I was I was still single, actually probably newly single. You still get a boner driving past the masquerade. <laughs> it's so not even there anymore. When I was newly single, I remember telling my buddy Mike, I said, all right, so I'm going to put on my list of... Women to to be with, uh, whether it's a date or more, goth chick is definitely on there. If I can find a brunette Irish girl, that's a specific I oh, know, but very specific. I'm gonna find one, uh, and I actually kind of did because Kristen's very much Irish and brunette. Is she Irish? Yeah, her whole family is like like legitimately Irish. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's the last name? <clears throat> Jennings. Yeah, that's pretty fucking Irish. <laughs> Um, but my point being, as far as the goth chick thing goes, you f- picture a goth chick, you immediately picture, you know, pale face, black, you know, heavy black makeup, black hair. The, the goth chicks that pull off the bleach blonde hair, but still do the rest of the look. That's like, uh, that's like the blonde Japanese girl fantasy from that movie, Senior Trip. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a deep, it's, uh, it's a deep pull, I know, but... 
<laughs> Did you see my video I shared the other day with the Irish guys doing their pre pre bar drinking song? No. Oh, you would have loved it. It's a couple Irish dudes, and it's like a chant that they do over there. I don't know if they do. Sounds a little bit too much uh, <clears throat> universal because I've never been to Ireland. But the dude says, "There was only one bar," and all of us, oh. But it was a mile long. Ah! <laughs> yeah. It was that type of thing. Yeah. That was the whole tempo. Was, but I got arrested. I went to jail. They're like, oh. It was full of hookers. <laughs> ah! I've seen that, what you're doing there, I've seen depicted in film before. She cost a fiver. Oh. I had a tenor. <laughs> <laughs> that type of thing. I thought you would have seen that and enjoyed it. I'll uh, share I, it to I, you personally. What you're doing has been depicted in a movie before, and I can't think of what movie it was, but it must be a common thing. In, it's in, what they do. They, it's like the whole, oh. Yeah. Hey! yeah. They do it before they go out to the bars, and it's really, really funny. But I shared it because it's really good. But anyways, that's unrelated. SJP, I forget how, like, how like Bosomy she is in this. Well, uh, she has no bosom, so whatever they no, did was a work of magic. They're, they're pushing is... up what what is there, but it's you know it's like let me let me hop into this movie and I'm going to talk uh, a 17 year old Vanessa Shaw and a 30 year old Sarah Jessica Parker into a three way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> can we uh, can okay, we move you, ahead a few you. years? Let's say that the Sanderson sister yeah. SJP lives. Yeah. Vanessa's Vanessa. Yeah. Okay, you, you, get, two, you two kiss. You get, oh, you get Thora um, eight, four years later. That's a hot. That's weird to think about. And you watch Thora Birch in this movie, mm-hmm. and in four years, four short years after this. Four short years. She, she's a busty teenager. Uh, no, busty's not the right word. Yeah, oh, I know. More than. Yeah. And then nothing ever happened to this Max kid. Have you ever seen him in anything else? Nope. He's one of the, he's probably like a dad in in like Connecticut and like yeah, every year at Halloween. But he's always got. Have but fun. that's the thing about being in one of these types of films, right? So like every time this comes around, hoax focus is a big deal. Yeah. I've seen. I, I honestly can't tell you how many Facebook posts I've seen over the last two weeks of people before October. Before October, I know. It's like she's just beckoning. No, I get it. Stop. <laughs> But before October, <laughs> only you and I'll know. No, we get it. <laughs> but before October, people like talking about this film. Yeah. So he may never have been. In, I I assume he was probably in something. Yeah. Which is actually funny because recently I've been. Like, you watch commercials. It's right? Probably in one episode of Baywatch. Maybe. But my point is like there's. I, I, you know, if you, I told Leah that I think I want to start paying attention to more commercials. Mm-hmm. The reason being not because. It's like you watch one of these, like, uh, whatever the new pharmaceutical nonsense they're releasing that causes butthole bleeding or eyeball dryness, whatever. If you watch those commercials, or you're going to see... butthole dryness and eyeball bleeding. Whatever. You're going to see somebody and be like, holy shit, what happened to their career? You know? Yeah. Like, that person has no speaking lines in this Shantix boner commercial... <laughs> But I've seen them in multiple films. You know what Chantix. I'm saying? It'll help you stop smoking and give you an erection. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Shantix is the smoking one. You're right. You're right. I'm trying to stop smoking. But my point, I need my, a boner. <laughs> Take Chantix. <laughs> but you get my point. I, I was watching commercials the other day, and I was telling Lee, I was like, you know, maybe like if someone took the time, if there is this person that watches television. 
only to watch the commercials, imagine the little idiosyncrasies they would see. Mm. And that's what I'm talking about. I was I was just mindlessly watching television one night. It was like 8.30. We're about to go to bed. And I was like, holy shit, that actress has been in like at least 10 films that I've seen. But now she took a non-speaking role in a Lunestra commercial. I don't know what Lunestra is, right? The side effects sounded Sleepy shitty. Medicine. Cool. Yeah. The side effects sounded shitty. But there she was. And she's driving the van and the husband, oh, they're laughing at something. <laughs> but she has no speaking role. Yeah. Which means as an actress, you've been in many films. I know you've been in. I've, you yeah. have speaking parts in films. But someone, like your career's gotten to the point where they're like, hey, I, I just imagine the agent, right? <laughs> BPH. It's, it's BPH. Uh, hey, it's BPH. Um, <laughs> he can't see that I'm doing a phone thing, right? Yeah. It's BPH here. Uh, okay, so we haven't, we've hit a kind of a dry spell yeah. with the films. Just to be clear, though, I'm still, my rate is still 10%. Yeah, yeah, it's 10% no matter what. Um, <laughs> we've got one of these kind of, you know, pharmaceutical drug pusher kind of fucking with the world commercials. They just need somebody to sit in the front seat of what looks like a Chrysler Pacifica. I don't know. <laughs> it might be a minivan. I can't even tell if it's if it's a boner commercial or an allergy commercial or a sleeping pill, but... It might do all three. They, it could do all three. It might cause anal bleeding and... It, and on the other end, how Which much? Which good news because it also causes anal dryness. So if, if both happen... If both happen, it's kind of a combo. <laughs> One solves the other. One hand washes the other. Uh, and on the other end... One ass bleeds on the other. Right. And on the other end, she said, how much? Uh, 15000 Yeah, whatever. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And then, like, if I don't have a speaking role, that means you're probably on set for literally a day. Yeah. And you make fifteen grand. And I And my thing was, like, some people would say, like... <clears throat> You know, you're giving up. You're not pushing. And I would say, oh, no, no, no. I, I'm doing quite well. Yeah. I made 15K. I in made the, 15K in a day. In a day. Yeah. In a no, day. if I was fucking Michael Keaton and somebody was like, hey. Uh, <laughs> like I you landed on Michael Keaton. Hey, Michael Keaton. I see your point. I know where this is going, if, but Michael Keaton. Would you be interested in doing a, a Viagra commercial on a baseball field? Yes. What does it pay? Uh, 20 grand. Sure. For a Saturday. Yeah. How long do I have to be there? Like four or five hours. Perfect. Cool. Uh, <laughs> where is it? It's in Omaha. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, will somebody fly me there? Oh, yeah. We'll send a plane. Cool. When? <laughs> Six months? If yeah. I can just okay. put it on the calendar. Yeah, just mark it down. I'm going to go back to getting, uh, you know, blowjobs on the beach because I'm Michael Keaton. And I just was in an Academy Award winning film. But people will forget that, and yeah. I'll go back to just being Michael Keaton. Yeah, no, I did that for me. It didn't actually. That, I, I joke about the Academy. He literally was just in a film that won Best Picture. <clears throat> what was in the uh, the Birdman one? Oh, that's a few years back. But yeah, I know what you're talking that about. That won Best Picture. Yeah, Michael Keaton was just in a movie that won Best Picture at yeah. the Academy Awards. It's a good movie. But uh, I've seen bits. It looked okay. But I'm saying like, he's still. I think it's. He's that enigma, yeah. right? You were just in a movie that won Best Picture. Mm -hmm. You were the original Batman. Yeah. Some say the best Batman. Yeah. And yet, you're still Michael Keaton, who was not going to be getting too many more presents. I'm just telling you. Yeah. He's going to be getting like... Oh, much like what you've said before, like if you read a movie, Woody Harrelson and Val Kilmer are going to be in it. Mm -hmm. All them, you're putting Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is in my movie. 
I love Michael Keaton. I think if 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 for no other reason than just to get him to do Beetlejuice like behind the scenes, like just real quick, just off camera. Yeah, like just for me, since you know I was a kid when that came out, I had Beetlejuice toys. Like just real quick, give me a come on (laughs) something. You want to get nuts? It's from Batman, but what I love about Michael Keaton is that get nuts of all the of all the. I'm having a brain fart. I'm sorry for the dead air. What was the, what was the Pulp Fiction director? Tarantino. Yeah. See, that's how that's how big that brain fart was. Mm-hmm. But of all the Tarantino films, I love Jackie Brown. A lot of people don't like Jackie Brown. It's good. I love that film, Tim, and I love that Tim he, Jackson's hair makes me laugh in that movie. It it should. It's silky and it's like an auburn brown color. I love. All of that film, but yeah. I really love that he's in it. I forget what is he in that he's, movie. He's the DEA agent, Michael. I, vague, I vaguely remember this. He's he's key. He's the DEA agent. When you say Jackie Brown, I picture uh, De Niro, and I picture Jackie Brown, and I picture I don't know, said her name. It's Pam Greer, and I picture J- Samuel L. Jackson. That's about all who all who I remember. I like the fuck movie. scene between Robert De Niro and uh, the blonde haired girls, and that she's got like. A, Ah, anyways, she's like, they're, they're talking. She's like, want to fuck? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then it goes to a black screen, and it's two minutes yeah. later, Robert Nero's just thrusting, and he comes, and then, like, that's it. And yeah. then he goes, you got a beer? She's like, yeah, in the fridge. <laughs> when I see that movie, I remember the first time I saw the movie Jackie Brown, I remember having the thought, if I was ever an ex-con, I'd want to look like Robert De Niro in this movie. Yeah, that's. I mean, you would just you know lean a little, a little leathery, a little, a little aged, some gnarly tats, but just you know, I that's that's what I'd be going for. I just think that like of all the Tarantinos, Jackie Brown's underrated. And then, yeah, to me, it's a better film than well, a lot and of what he's made. The, the, I know that you liked Hateful Eight. I love the Hateful Eight. I didn't like it. I, I didn't. I didn't personally think that film. I look. On the film level, yeah, it's not bad. I'm not saying that I didn't. I wish I saw it in 80 millimeter. <clears throat> yeah, well, I didn't pick that up. You were kind of <laughs> yawning when you said that. You want to say it again? So I went down on an 80 That's kind of what it sounded like. It's like Forrest Gump was a... It was shot, I believe, in 80 millimeter. He does that with all his films. That's yeah. not special. I know, but they only release it on 80 millimeter. Yeah, no, I get that. Theaters. But that whole like niche thing doesn't really work when you shoot all your films on it. Yeah, but any still would have liked to have seen it that way. I just, Jackie Brown is terribly underappreciated. And it was because it came in that time between, it was like Pulp Fiction changed everything for him. Mm-hmm. And then you get Jackie Brown not too far after that. And then yeah. there's a big gap and then you get Kill Bill. And Kill Bill's this leads into all everything we have now. You know, it's funny you bring up. Because Inglorious Bastards, to me, is his best work. Okay. Right? And I'm, People might be pissed because Pulp Fiction is Pulp Fiction, but Inglorious Bastards is his best work. That's just me. Okay. What, what lost in that milieu is how actually good Jackie, Jackie Brown, Brown is. is. It's funny you bring up Pulp Fiction because I had the thought the other day, like I think long term with kids, like I want to expose them to cool things. Yeah. And I had the thought, uh, like I, I don't know which daughter it would be, but I was like, it would be cool is if, is if, as time goes on, I show them good films. We sit down. We watch The Big Lebowski one day. We sit down. We watch Pulp Fiction one day. And I plant the seed in one of their minds that one day you might get married. One day you might find a guy that I find 
you know, suitable uh-huh. and, and give a nod to, to propose. Uh, and when that day comes and you plan your wedding, just keep a, keep this, keep an open mind to the idea of maybe when we do the father-daughter dance, it's the dance scene between John it Travolta was a teenage and, and Thurman and the old folks somewhere. Because how cool would that be? Like, we're talking years down the road. All so I hope now, for you, yeah. based on this... I have to start practicing now. ...is that your daughters get married before mine, because I'm stealing that. <laughs> well, we can if, both if do If Vivian it. gets married at, like, one of those high school 18, yeah. 19s, yeah. hopefully not pregnant, like an emergency wedding, yeah, because I'll kill somebody, <laughs> I'm stealing that. This is a good moment to play the Brian Kemp video. <laughs> it is. It is. But, no, I... I'm glad that you put it out there on tape because yeah. I would absolutely steal that from you. <laughs> well, one I, because I love that song. It's on. Yeah. It's on all my iTunes. I think it's a sh- it's kind of sucky in that when I hear I love Chuck Berry. Mm-hmm. I love all of his music. Well, it just sucks that when you listen to it now, you're like, oh, what a perv. The dude, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, right? Yeah, he was shoving yeah. cameras up. Yeah, cooch. Yeah, and taking pictures, but it's just like, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Good song. Having a daughter, we talked about this. It's just like, oh, it's so fucking gross. That's so shitty. Yeah, but that's such a good song. It is, and the great thing about that dance sequence, it's not gonna be super challenging to learn. There's not a whole lot going on. there. It's not very demanding. It's not like Dancing with the Stars, right? But it would. I was like, let's just let's just plant this in your minds. What's funny is. Uh, we have a record player at the house, and we, I inherited a bunch of records. And one of the records I inherited a long time ago, uh, I, I say inherited, somebody gave them, gave us this box of records. One of them was the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Okay. And Adelaide's never seen the movie, but I would put on the I'd ha- I've had the time of my life song on that record, and I would, <laughs> I'd make her stand on the opposite side of the room is all right. When I point to you, you run at me and I'm going to catch you and throw you in the air. <laughs> Just like in the end of the, like in dirty dancing. And, and Kristen's like upstairs folding laundry. She hears the music playing. She comes downstairs and it's like perfect timing. It's like, <laughs> like I like runs and I lift her up in the air. Like Patrick Swayze and what's her face. But yes, I, I don't know what sparked the thought in my mind, but I was like, I hate dancing. Do you want to do the Brian Ken? We'll get to it in a second. I, I just charge my phone then, because I'm at like 2%. I'll go ahead. Uh, oh. yeah, charge it a little bit. I just, whatever, something sparked the thought in my mind. I don't like dancing. I never have. And I remember thinking, I'm going to have to dance in my own kids' weddings. Two of them. Two of them. You can't be the father of the bride and not dance. And I just had the thought, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get one of them to do the Pulp Fiction dance scene for our father-daughter <coughs> dance. Because, like, Kristen and her dad at our wedding, they danced to an upbeat Elvis song. They didn't do the traditional sappy, what, you know. What Elvis song? Uh, I was at your wedding, but I don't, I don't remember. Maybe I was in the bathroom watching Walter B. shoot out of <laughs> Three Street. I don't remember. I remember, But I, I remember that he was kind of bummed that they weren't having a more classic, you know, slow father-daughter dance. But Kristen's personality, she was like, no, I want to dance to... Whatever song, and it was an upbeat Elvis song. I don't want to know what the upbeat Elvis song they danced to. Was. She might know. You we haven't done her? a call in in a while. You want to call I her? Just charge my fucking. Oh. Now I'm going again. I want to know. 
She'll answer. She knows. She might think it's an emergency. <laughs> Which she should. Vanessa Shaw looks older so than 17 God. in this movie. God damn. She could easily pass for 20. Oh, now I really feel like a perv. You're only 17. Oh, you could easily pass for 21. You want to go for a ride in my Camaro? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's call in. Do you want to call in? Do you want to call in? Unexpected, too. No, no warning. No warning is given. I just hope she's not at the movie theater because they talked about doing that. They're going to the movies? They talked about taking the girls there. Her and my if mom. she doesn't answer, we'll call somebody else. We can call somebody else just for the sake of the call, but I do want to know if she remembers the song she danced to with her dad at our wedding. Seems unlikely. I'm getting a bad feeling about this. You've reached Kristen Hickman. I'm uh, unavailable right now, but please leave me a message. No, and she I won't listen. I don't listen either. She'll hear it on the pod. Who else should we call? We have my phone right here. We haven't done a call in a while. You know who I really liked calling, uh, and we've only spoken to once during MFK? It was Macy. She's a she yeah, was, but she was a fun call. Are we just calling just to call? I feel like we should have a plan. Maybe she has some input on uh, Hocus Pocus. Input? Um, yeah, there needs to be more. <laughs> we can't just say, "Hey, give us your input on Hocus Pocus." Give her the MFK between the three witches. Fair enough. <laughs> You're so easy. To <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm gonna call somebody. You know, let's ask our cousins. I feel like this might be the night where no one answers. Remember, we got so lucky. We got so lucky. Yeah, during Apollo 13. It is, Everyone answers. It answers. is a Tuesday. Yeah, it's not feeling good. This might be one of those nights, man. Maybe we should call Sean. Maybe he answers on the first ring. That would be incredible. <laughs> Give him the MFK between the Sanderson scissors. Like, all right, I've thought a lot about this. We do have a new super fan. We do. But he's actually even worse on the phone than most people. That would be... Oh, this hurts. <laughs> well, now I don't know what to do. All right, well, we're going to call our new super fan. Okay, I'm down. I always like this moment in the movie when the three little girls find the real witch brooms and uh, you hear them take off in the background. It's, it's while the witches are inside uh, uh, Penny Marshall. What's his name? Gary, Penny and Gary Marshall's Penny house. Penny Husband and wife, douchebag. I thought they were brother and sister. No, it's a, it's a husband and wife team. Yeah. They're both dead now, aren't they? He is. I don't think she is. This. It, do we go over three and just make this a, the pathetic segment of this <laughs> fucking podcast? W F U C K. Bam! You are live with the last man and the golden voice. Is this for real or is for it? No, no, this is for real. He just did the bam part. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, no, you're not. Okay. There we go. <laughs> well, you're our new super fan. And to be to be clear, we've called a few people tonight that didn't answer the phone. I don't want to, you know, make yeah. you feel like you're not number one. You're not, uh, as far as super fans go. Yeah, so- I'm, uh, I'm not getting a great connection. <laughs> I heard you say you called a few people. We did. We yeah, did. We but then, you know, I said we have a new super fan. Yeah. And he's listening, and uh, we want to reach out to him. Yeah, so, um, I mean, what everybody listening to the pod is dying to know, uh, Ryan, is what song did my wife dance <laughs> dance to with her dad at my wedding? Which you wouldn't know, which is why we called her and she didn't answer. Uh, 
But the shit thing, you let him guess. No, we don't need to let him guess. <laughs> the one thing we ha- I, I I did I did preface we we're recording two episodes tonight. Yeah. We're, we've already done one. Yeah. Okay, so we're on we're on number two. Then. Yeah, they'll be released on two different weeks. However, I made a point to not talk about dicks. Okay, it's good to know because it was just getting a little bit like Max and Charlie. Uh, felt somebody had yeah, to say a lot, something. a lot of dick talk. We well, get Max's it. the one that's talking about the dicks. Yeah, Charlie, Mac was Charlie the talk. one that wanted to talk about the yeah. dicks for sure. Yeah. But that being said, for tonight's episode, for this episode, we are watching Hocus Pocus. Are you familiar with the film? I, I know the movie. Are you doing very fuck kill for Hocus Pocus? We are. And we, <laughs> I, we think, <laughs> I listened to episode 30 today. So, uh, so I knew this might be coming. So what, uh, I, I, I've asked, just to be clear, I've kind of changed my answer on, on it. Um, okay. Just, I, I think I, I think I got mine already, but, uh, what, what'd you go with? Well, I kind of want to know yours before I tell you what I did. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, Austin already I, revealed his on the show. So. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and do yours. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm going to marry because uh, she's pretty good looking. I think even in general, I mean, for a celebrity, maybe not. You know, we're, you know, we're backing on her looks entirely. If you just saw her on the street, she's a good looking lady. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the uh, uh, whoever the middle aged one was, and then of course I'm gonna kill the the one with the warts and everything. I guess a couple of them had warts. Yeah, you're you're, the you're all one. over the place right now. I, I I'm not the sure. oldest one. I'm definitely gonna have to have to kill. The oldest, the oldest one. one was was Bette Midler. Yeah, the red-haired one. The red-haired Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, Beth Midler. So the red-haired. So and there was like a blonde just, one that wasn't Sarah right. Jessica Parker? No. So <laughs> just to preface, you're marrying Sarah Jessica Parker. Right. Correct. You're fucking the fat one. Wow. Uh, well, she's like way less old and gross-looking. So, uh, yeah, I think so. Poor Bette Midler. Oh, poor Bette Midler just getting killed off the rip. Oh, uh, Bette, Bette's got to go. They make her look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's already got that big nose, and then they add to it, I think. And they, they she's becoming mildly anti-Semitic. <laughs> don't, you, don't you remember the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer is in love with Bette Midler? <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. She was, uh, she was decent looking there. You want to change your mind? For, you know, for an older woman. But, uh, she but s- she sent him I out don't to, know. She sent him out to get the pineapple Italian ice. And, and we're also, in, in the last podcast, you said we're not uh, taking the characters. Like, we're not doing yeah. No, no, no. We, you're not, t- you're not t- doing t- the you're, actors. Hey, it's just the characters. You're very right. characters. I think I'm right here. Yeah, no, 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 you're very right, but we changed it. <laughs> we changed it. So here, here was what I said. Uh, I think, yeah, all I right, think well, that, then maybe switch it up if, right. you, uh, if you change that stipulation. Here, well, all I said was you can convert it to real life. But anywho, what I said was I am going to marry the fat one because... Fat chicks just give you more love. They appreciate it more. <laughs> fat bitches need love too, Craig. Fat bitches need love too, Craig. And they're going <laughs> to suck that dick like it's just everything's on the line. You know? They're going to make you the meals. They're going to give... That's, that's 
good reasoning. Yeah, it's she great. She might get a little annoying after a while. And she will. Maybe, maybe so she's what you, be cool so, to hang out with. Exactly. So what you do is you, you bang the fat one because she's just going to be more appreciative. Or you marry the fat one because you're more appreciative. Long term. Long term. Uh-huh. You fuck Sarah Jessica Parker, the witch, just for the one fun night. Because uh, let's be honest, we've all... <laughs> We've all seen her after this. She doesn't get any better. It's the only movie she's ever attractive in. And Bette all Midler... Right, fair enough. It's just, but you just got on me about killing Bette Midler, and now you're doing it. No, I'm killing Bette Midler. Yeah, you're right on that. You're right uh, on that. Let me tell you something. You're both wrong. <laughs> you marry and fuck Vanessa Shaw, and you kill the three women. Vanessa Shaw, by the way, for those who aren't uh, familiar at this point, is yeah. the young 17-year-old... Blonde chick right. that is the love interest of Max in the film. Right, but see, I was, I was. Uh, but if you're gonna, if, no, but time, listen, if so. you're gonna do that, you, yeah. Thor Birch has to be thrown into the equation Not here. Not in this movie, no. Thor Birch is the young. 14 14 year old sister. (laughs) But, but she grows up and grows massive hooters. Everybody grows up. I'm saying in the terms of this movie, you kill all the witches and you just marry and fuck (laughs) Vanessa Shaw. And that's that. Yeah, well, before we called, we were envisioning a three way. With with Vanessa Birch and Thor, uh, Vanessa Shaw and Thor Birch. Is this episode 31? Coming out? This 32. Is, this is 33. This is 30, 33. 33, yeah. We so just, this, is, this is two weeks away. Oh, but I'm a little behind. Because, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. You're, not, you're, not, you're not actually behind because we're doing two tonight. So you're actually caught up. But, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah. So no, wait, we, wait, we, we look forward to this. Yeah, you do. And, again, no dicks. So you have that to look forward well, to. Well, not yet. Not yet. We did touch on a, a little Mary Fuck Kill, uh, <laughs> Robin Williams, Hank Azaria, and and Nathan Lane. Yeah, that was a, a very moment. <laughs> uh, well, it was from. Uh, it's it's all good. It was from uh, the Birdcage. I don't know if you've seen that film. Oh, okay, no, I don't think I have. Actually. But it's we did a, a Mary Fuck Kill with Robin Williams, Hank Azaria, and Nathan Lane. But I, I did, I, I, did, I, did I did preface that we needed to keep it under two minutes based on your no more dicks. And uh, <laughs> we did it. I think it was more like three to four minutes, but nonetheless. But we did want to get you on because you are a new super fan. And, uh, well, hey. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. I'm loving the show, so keep it up. Hey, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, hang up. <laughs> yeah, take your answer off the air. First time, long time. Yeah, we get it. All right. <laughs> Love you, buddy. All right, take it easy. Let me go plug my phone in. Yeah, yeah, plug away. I think I made a new friend here in Legion because I rubbed his ears. Yeah, that's his thing. I uh, During that phone call, I paused Hocus Pocus specifically because we were just talking about Michael Keaton. And I know it's not him, but I have said for as long as I've been alive and watched this movie, the singer, in the the singer from yeah. this skeleton band looks like Michael Keaton. He does look like Michael Keaton. He looks a lot like Michael Keaton. He even sounds a little bit like him. And uh, I just wanted to point that out, so I paused it. No, it's a good, it's a good point. I remember, like, I don't know, maybe the fifth time I saw this movie, I remember thinking... Shit, is that is that Batman just doing like a cameo role in this Halloween movie? You know what I loved about Michael Keaton as Batman, but only because we've seen different variations. And, oh, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> but the different variations is 
He just was a Batman that talked the same as Bruce Wayne as he this. did with yeah. Batman. We've done this. Good. Let's do it again. Because <laughs> some people haven't heard. Why did this Batman ever need to become... Where is she? Swear to me! Swear to me! Legion, would you stop it? Well, I rubbed his ears. So yeah, you've kind of given more. him that dog boner. And now he's coming back for it. I wish I, wish I had a dog like this. I wonder if Thor Birch ever looks back on this... And it's like, oh, mom wanted huge hooters, and I have them. It's funny the way she, the way that her mom talks to her in this scene when she's in the Madonna character. You almost get the impression that that's not her mom. Like she's talking to a stranger. Like if you're not paying attention earlier in the movie when they interact with their parents, you forget what her mom looks like. And when so this is the next time you this is the second time you see her mom in the movie, and. The way they interact, it's like, is that a mom or is it just a stranger at this adults apparent well, apparent adults only but at dance this point, party? You you would just assume because they haven't been bewitched yet, right? You would assume that maybe there's just been some beverages consumed. Maybe. Well, that's the thing. Like this is clearly adults only, but it's it's like there's I don't see any any drinks anywhere. So it's just a bunch of adults but it's a dancing. It's a kids movie. You can't just have a bunch of alcoholics running around there. But you would assume they've had some punch, right? You would assume, but it's just, it seems very tame for an adults only Halloween party. <sighs> I really wish you hadn't told me that bit. <laughs> I can't. It's, I have to know more. We can talk about this later. We'll talk about it off the pod. Yeah. Because what you're alluding to may or may not even make it to the final cut. I might it have to should. cut it all. I might have to cut it all out. It should, but I'm saying, holy shit. Anyways, uh, but this is the I have a put a spell on you scene. Yeah, and there's always there's a you can see him briefly in the background just now. There's a devil in the crowd uh, during the I put a spell on you moments that I, I think me and my brothers are talking about this one of them at least like. He's genuinely creepy because he's got this. Is he in the crowd of people or he's in, in the crowd he's in of the band? Pe- no, he's in the crowd of people. And like once Bette Midler takes over and she starts singing or not really singing. She's like sing talking. There's this devil character. There's this devil behind her. Can you point this out? Because we're about, will, to, get, point we're about to get there. You're telling me you've had a conversation. I've had a conversation about in the past. This specific devil with I think one of my brothers, maybe Kristen, too. Where he's like, he's slowly nodding and grinning, and it's like, that guy, that guy's creepy looking. This guy is not my kind of guy. This guy, this is not my kind of guy. Well, now I want to see it. I mean, you can't miss it. We're in the scene, so point it out, please. I I, I will be happy to point it out. There he is, right there. Yeah, that's fucking creepy (laughs) as shit. Well, there's more coming. That wasn't it? I think there's more coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is... That's actually worse to look at than the previous film we did. I would rather watch all the gore. <laughs> He's just slowly nodding. He's got yellow teeth. It's like, is did did Satan come to life for this film and then go back into his hole? Because it's, it's what if this looking. is like the most demonic film ever made? <laughs> what if it's a lure? Is well, I'm sure some youth group pastor at some point in history made that case. Don't watch Hocus Pocus. Oh, there he is again. I remember remember when I was a kid, my mom wouldn't let me watch Nightmare Before Christmas because it was satanic. (laughs) Let that moment of silence seek in. (laughs) I know she's going to hear this, too. She will. 
I remember wanting to watch like, no, what in the satanic. shit is satanic about the night, nightmare before? I don't know. Ask, it just because, ask the pastor it, that probably passed that information down. I'm rubbing my eyeballs on that one. That is that is ridiculous nonsense. Well, the same the same argument was made for Metallica for a brief stint before I got into guitar lessons. Like, nah, it's music satanic. It's like, ah. yeah, Creed is satanic. <laughs> Creed probably is satanic. They are satanic because it, you know what? They are more satanic because yeah. they're a bunch of guys like pretending to be Christian rockers and yeah. kind of banking on it. Yeah, like Evanescence. You're just full of the farts. I got the farts tonight. Is man. it because we ate otters? Oh, I'm glad they're staying on that side of the foam. <laughs> this this foam that we rest the microphone on is acting as a shortwave filter. I always chastise you for the burps, but that is rancid. There must be something wrong with my tummy right now, because that... Oh, it is a bubble around my head. I'm glad it's it's staying around your head. That is so bad. <laughs> if you know, you know a fart's bad. Yeah, when when you can't stand it. Oh, God. <laughs> I can taste it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the nicotine gum. No, I'm just chewing regular gum. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> so back to the, where are we at now? They're in the back. I just think it's funny that everyone's dressed up on Halloween. Well, that, and just that we're giving, of all the films we've done, <laughs> we seem to be so hyped in to Hocus Pocus. We, we could just turn this into a Hocus Pocus podcast and just do this Holy every week. Holy shit. <laughs> This Hocus Pocus pod thing of ours is brought to you by Adam Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Head on over to adamandeve.com for all your Hocus Pocus dildo deals. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. They've got Pat Midler deals. They've got Sarah Jessica Parker deals. And the fifth lady deals. <laughs> <laughs> They've she's, got Thora Birch deals when she's legal. When she's legal. They've got Vanessa Shaw. She's only 17, but that's okay in most states. She's only 17. They've got Max Rubber Buttholes. And a moan of silence. <laughs> I do want to know, just, oh, I plug my phone in. I, I do want to know mm. if he did anything else. This imagine, guy. yeah. Imagine. I want to know if he was boned up over Vanessa Shaw in this, like, <laughs> on background back, backstage of this movie. Like, imagine you're him and you're in all these scenes with fucking her, and she's kind of the love interest of this innocent maybe kid. He got like, are you saying like maybe you got a hand job between scenes? I or just, I'm wonder like if he like walks on set and he sees the people he's acting with for the first time. He's like, who's who, is she in this movie? I mean, I can just tell you from my time in drama, okay, which yeah. I was in, Yeah. when you get put into a play and you're cast as a role mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, you have love interest, you immediately start looking around. Yeah. And in my time, I was always like, eh. <laughs> Is it that one over there in the jelly sandals? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to drop this. <laughs> but, yeah, no, if I got, I mean... Who knows? I would yeah. love if there was an actual Hocus Pocus podcast about, like, you know, like if you watch a seasons of a Saturday Night Live, right? And they talk, or no, even better, we've talked about Doug Kenny, mm -hmm. right? And they talk about shooting Caddyshack and how much cocaine yeah. was on the set and yada, yada, yada. 
what if there was like this like weird hocus pocus film set nonsense where like <laughs> oh yeah Vanessa Shaw sucked my dick and in between the scenes where they set the Sanderson sisters on fire yeah. and we when we're dancing around outside the school because we just set the Sanderson sisters on that was I'm, right after that I'm dancing with joy because I just got my <laughs> dick sucked for the first time by Vanessa Shaw of the Hills Have Eyes fame Gosh, and many more so don't bring that film into this <laughs> that Vanessa saw us so hot though. It's like so yeah, like I I they said like act really happy and I was like easy easy <laughs> check. It wasn't hard for me to act real happy because I had just got me a hand slappy. Vanessa <laughs> show put her mouth on my penis too. <laughs> Toy Story two and the talking cat watched in the background. <laughs> Thora Birch was nowhere around Cause she was 14 And that wouldn't have been cool But the talking cat Was 400 years old So it was more than okay And he had seen Some blowjobs too Turns out if you're a 400 year old Talking cat You've seen lots of shit Well I have to tell you He has started watching Yeah I I have to tell you I have no problem with us You know (laughs) Sometimes you just You just get a blowjob from Vanessa Shaw And there's the cat there (laughs) We've we've, I mean just this is what it is Everybody's been there When I go to buy my dills Okay (laughs) It just is what it is I don't ask many questions I don't want to say the dog's name Because he'll look away but, but he is definitely watching. He this is film. hardcore watching this movie. It happens. From you know time what it might time. be? The CAT probably looks like the CAT that lives here. It, it actually does. And that he's looks probably like the cat. seeing the CAT. On oh, the, I ruined it by saying the C word. Now he's going to lick the sofa. He's probably seen that on the TV going, how did this motherfucker get on TV? <laughs> I'm doing cool shit all day long. <laughs> Nobody puts me on TV. You should show him that Jim Belushi movie where he has a, a German, he's a canine oh, unit God. dog. Oh, God. I know what you're talking about. Show him that. He'll blow his dog mind. Be like, oh, I don't even remember making this. Of all the things, he, he, he will watch television. Most of the time, he follows, I'll be honest, soccer. <laughs> it's something about the green space and the ball moving. <laughs> oh, he's a cutie, isn't he? He's good. And he likes your kid. My dog doesn't like my kids. Oh, he's fascinated. They're besties. I know. My dog My dog is only interested in the girls if they have food in their hands. Yeah. Outside of that, he doesn't play with them. He doesn't he's not sweet with them. And what's what's really heartbreaking is they both make a point to say goodbye to him every time we leave the house. That's sad. And like I remember when Adelaide was little, he's just like laying on his side and she tried to use his belly as a pillow and he just slunk away. <laughs> Like a Nazi getting away from a Jew. He's like, ugh. And it's like, you asshole. You took it there. Okay. A lot of metaphors to use there. And that's the one you landed well, it on. It was just the expression on his face. Like, he was just disgust. He was just repelled. Like, ugh, get, get away the back from- of the bus. Ew. <laughs> it's like, you love me. You love Kristen. This is a mixture of the two of us. You should She's, be able to smell it. She smells like both of us. He can't smell well, He can't smell it. It's a French bulldog. But he's just, he's like physically re- repelled. By them, unless they have cookies in their hands, and all of a sudden he's fucking missed, he's Mr. Interested. Yeah. Well, it's like, he, I wish we had a dog that liked our kids. I'd, I'd probably feel differently about our dog. It's funny 
at first, as a very tiny infant, he was just kind of like, I, I won't say standoffish, but I'm saying like, I think it, for him it was like, oh, well, my time's over. <laughs> I think he realized like, oh, his time is Time's being, up, man. Yeah. His Time's time, up, his, white man. His time is being <laughs> the child was yeah. over. And I think he realized it. But then she started, as you've seen tonight, started to move. Yeah. And, and he's seeing that. And his reaction to it was like, oh, shit. And not that he understands, but we've been telling him, like, hey, give it time, bro. You have a best friend in the making coming. Yeah. And I think he's starting to see it. <laughs> but, like, he's so... I, what I tell people, when like, such a big dog, German Shepherd. All the things you hear from people that don't understand the breed, they're like, oh, are you worried? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking worried. And the perfect example is I took some pictures here the other night. He was laying on the ground. She's crawling about. She crawled... I have more fears about the cat, which is actually funny because Leah was really scared about the cat. She was wondering, mm. like, how, what are we going to do? The cat is A-OK. She yeah. know she can move. <laughs> like, the baby walks up. She's like, OK, see you. No problems. Yeah. Like, but with the dog, she, v, v will crawl onto his head. I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> and just yank on his ears. <laughs> Bite on his ears. Yeah. Eat on his ears. And he just... It's just kind of like this, all right, cool. Well, I mean, to be fair, he looks a bit like a doofus right now. He is a doofus, he's, but he's, he's watching the He's movie. watching Hocus Pocus with his mouth open. Well, that's because <laughs> Vanessa Shaw is in the frame. He gets it. He's going to start drooling soon. Did you do any special training with him? We or, did. Or is he just all, is he just naturally this good? This good. It, we we did some training with him. It, we had a guy coming weekly. Um I won't say that it was ineffective, but the guy's methods were just... I think he thought we were trying to have the perfect trained German Shepherd. Like with an attack word and everything. Right. And that's not what we wanted. We just wanted a German Shepherd we could moderately control. (laughs) Juden. Yeah. (laughs) Juden. No, we weren't. It was just... We were just trying to have a a Shepherd that, that understood that there's boundaries. Yeah. What this guy thought was like, I'm going to come in and y'all are going to have like one of those dogs that Britney Spears has. I know you're set on naming the dog Legion. However, when (laughs) I am done, you will definitely want to name him Heinrich. Or Rolf. (laughs) Or Rolf. Wooden. But uh, no, Wagner. No, he, we just. Maybe Adolf. It was too, too constrictive and that and we didn't want to pay him anymore. How many weeks did you do this for? Oh boy! Um, Too many. <laughs> yeah, I'd say about twelve or fourteen. Weeks. Well, maybe enough of it set in because I mean, it's it like- did. We, we we learned what we what we learned. Uh, I'm look. It's like anything else. You learn in failure. You yeah. should learn in failure. Yeah. Um, what we learned was one that we didn't want that kind of dog, but we also learned how willful German shepherds can be, and so that was good. There was good and bad. He. Definitely does his own thing. Like today, we had an electrician come through the house because we have a lot of outlets. We have a lot of problems with electricity in here. Um, and when the guy comes in, it's kind of like when you come over mm-hmm. for these things. You see him. He runs. He kind of gets not aggressive, but he says a very hello. Yeah. Right? Jumping in your balls, wants to kiss you, lick you. Your dad knows. Like he's a very <laughs> oral dog. Uh, That's why we're close. Yeah. But... <laughs> You don't even know close. <laughs> but, you need to teach him the peanut butter game. Yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> but when the electrician came in today, I was like, hey, we don't know who this guy is. Yeah. You don't know if he's scared of big dogs. It's not like anything else. The mailman loves him. And the, the funny thing about him and this mailman who's been working this route for 25 years, he knows that Legion's very oral, <laughs> mouthy. Yeah. So, like, when he comes to the door and drops the mail and I'm here, Legion, he's like, hey, where's your buddy? Legion walk out and doesn't nip, like, bite, but yeah. it's just very, like, open mouth, like, Hey, what have you been doing today? Yeah. That's his thing. He wants to taste where yeah. you've been. No, I know. He yeah, licks I know. me every time I, I come here. And that guy just gets it. But the thing is, like, <clears throat> today when the electrician came in, I, I made him come right here. Yeah. And I was like, down. And he he knows it. And he goes down. And he didn't move for 30 minutes. I was so proud of him. He knows that drill. He's like, hey, man, don't move. We don't. You don't know this guy. But what I love about this animal is that he is very much triggered by the energy of the person that comes into the house. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows you. He yeah. knows what he can get away with. with well, it's that fat doofus that comes over here every two weeks. That's not what I'm saying, <laughs> but I, it is what I'm saying. He knows what he can get away with yeah. with you, yeah. right? He knows that you don't want to be licked, but he's going to push that boundary, yeah. right? Whereas, but if he, if someone, like, we've had it before, where someone comes into the house, they don't like big dogs, they don't have... The right energy, he feeds on that. Yeah. Right? So, but when he knows, like this guy today, you could just tell he knows big dogs. He he maybe has a big dog or grew up with dogs, but he had the good energy. So it made it so much easier for Legion when I was like, down. And he goes immediately down and stayed there for the entire 30 minutes. Like he knows what we're, right now he knows we're talking about him. I promise you that. But yeah, he's a. That's why he keeps looking at the TV to pretend he's not listening. Yeah. (laughs) He's the most emotional dog I've ever been around. Oh, you just got to look. Yeah, he knows. I'm telling you. He knows we're talking about him. His ears are up. I can always tell when he's involved in the conversation. But he's a, he's a special dude. And the great thing about him, entirely paid for with girly shirts. <laughs> I know. You've said, you've said that before. <laughs> the next day. I know. Yeah. I know. He's entirely paid and for. I know what you made. That's a that's a lot of girly shirts. <laughs> that was the entirety of the day. It's a great story because Lee said, let's go look at puppies. And I was like, okay, we can go look look at puppies. Where'd you go? Like Petland? No. Uh we went to so that's the other thing. And this I mean, it's not really related to I feel like we've given Hocus Hocus Pocus its fair share. I am happy to talk more about Vanessa Shaw. Yeah, no, I get She's it. She's in the whole but, movie. She's throwing salt around right now. There's this, and I love salt. There's <laughs> this great <laughs> argument around where you see people. I see the bumper stickers. I see the hashtags. Adopt, adopt don't shop. shop. Yeah, I get it. Hundred percent. There's plenty of adoptable dogs. You should go get those dogs. I bought monster. I yeah. I've been. I have adopted dogs. I have. I would say more often than not gone that route. And yeah, it's been... We adopted a hey, dog. Hey, and let me tell you, it's been a hit or miss, right? We adopted a dog from the Humane Society. We had him for nine months. He was gorgeous. He was sweet. He also had serious separation anxiety. And literally, literally, not exaggerating for the sake of story, shit on himself every day for about 45 days straight, just out of separation anxiety, yeah. like with shit and roll in it. And on day 46, I looked at Kristen and I said... We're not moving anytime soon. Yeah. This is clearly an outside dog. Yeah. He has to go back. Yep. And it sucks that we're having this conversation, but if we don't take him back, I will hate him for the rest of my life because I will not wash <clears throat> diarrhea dog right. 
one more day. Yeah. We cleaned him up. We took him back to Humane Society, gave him a big list of needs he has for the next family that comes yeah. along. They were nice enough to take my number and call me when he did get adopted because I said, I will not leave him here despite all of this. I will not leave him here today if I know that you're just going to take him and put him down. Yeah. And they're like, well, if it they was were like, Humane Society, right. they weren't going to. Like, we him. won't do that. We will not. That's not what we do. I said, all right. I'll Let me trust know. you on that. You just want to be made aware. I said, I'll yeah. trust you on that. And they said, we'll take your number down. The minute he gets adopted, we'll let you know so that you know he went somewhere. Right. And I said, well, just make sure whoever comes, it can't be some other 23-year-old hipster with an apartment in the city. He ain't going to make it. Yeah. He needs a stay-at-home mom and a yard. And a yard. And yeah. all right, we'll, we'll take all. Thank you. Like, And then to that dog's credit, he was born in the Humane Society, and that's all he ever knew. Yeah. And so when we took him out... Every time, like, I could leave for work for eight hours, or I could go to Publix for 20 minutes. He'd you still sh shit all yeah, over himself. So. Yeah. And, like, you you walk into that that many days in a row with no hose because you're on the second floor of an apartment, you will go insane. Yeah. And so I was like, I feel terrible. And that's my point, though. He's got to go. The <laughs> Adopt Don't Shop moniker yeah. is... It's cute, at, but it at, doesn't work well, it's for cute, everyone. But it's also, at its core, judgmental. Well, yeah. Because you're telling somebody that wants a very particular dog, yeah. right? They, they shouldn't go after that because there's so many dogs. So I often like to think of it like this. It's, it's actually kind of a fun conversation. <laughs> Every time I see the adopt, don't shop, like, okay, don't have kids. Yeah. There's plenty of adoptable children. Well, yeah, yeah. Think about that. Yeah. If you apply it to dogs, it's kind of like, well, there's so many that need adopting. You don't need to go out and, like, make your own. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fucking stupid, <laughs> right? I want one of my own. Yeah. So we bought him from a responsible breeder mm -hmm. in, down on the south side. They, He's the great, 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 great grandson of Blondie. Maybe. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm just being honest. He's kind of cool. But, no, we, we went down we went to Tyrone, Georgia, and Leah said, let's go look at puppies. And we went down there, and it was an actual German lady. And um, she had a couple dogs in the front yard, and they were about seven or eight months old. And we were like, they're cute. And, you know, she's, she's like, and Lisa, do you have any puppies? And Lisa said, oh, well, I didn't really think y'all were ready, so I didn't really have any, like, puppies ready today. But we just had, we have some puppies. Mm. And they open the door, mm. and out come 11 or 10 little poof balls. <laughs> He's one of them. Yeah. And the one I actually wanted... I'm happy with my dog, to be clear. <laughs> but the one I actually You're wanted... Second choice, Brad. <laughs> he wasn't second choice. He might have been third. <laughs> but there was two of the little puff balls. One of them was so serious, even at 10 weeks, that he like all the other puppies were playing, yeah. popping around the yard, and he was just sitting, just observing, kind of shepherding. Yeah. If one of them went too far, this little, this little puppy of their age was yeah. like, eh. And Legion's over there licking his own ass. He was licking his ass. <laughs> And I said, who's this little guy? And she's like, well, they don't have names. I was like, he's a fucking general. Because he was yeah. like the general. He was like, yeah. everyone's staying in their place. Don't get out of yeah. line. Yeah. We this have a is, job to do. This is Pongo from 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. He's going to lead people to victory. The other one I really liked was one that she called Minnie Mouse because she was the runt of the litter. But she had, Minnie Mouse was the one, she was the Steve McQueen, the greatest great. No matter what barrier was put up, this little German Shepherd found a way around it. Yeah. She just happened to be half the size of the other pups because she was the runt. And I was like, that would be interesting. 
And Leah's like, no, I don't, I don't think we need the little escape artist. And I was like, what about the general? And she's like, I don't know. He seems too serious. <laughs> and then I look over and I was like, what about that one? The one that had like escaped the group and was underneath the car just rolling around underneath <laughs> her truck. And I was like, that was this guy. Yeah. So what went, what, what happened was we went to go look, air, air quotes. <laughs> what about the one biting its own tail stuck in a circle? <laughs> Let's get that one. <laughs> well, we went to air quote look at puppies. When we left that day, thirty minutes later, there was a five hundred dollar deposit down. Yeah, and I said, I said, I said five hundred dollar deposit. How much is the rest? <laughs> and Leah told me the number, and I was like, oh, okay, because that was a, yeah. early in the marriage, like making wife happy. She wants this. Yep. I get it. We've looked into German Shepherd Rescue. That shit can be very hit or miss because a lot of German Shepherds, especially ones that are bred in America, they're they're. It's just it's a roll of the dice. But his dad had flown Nanook. His father had Nanook. Fl- Nanook. Yeah. Had flown from Germany. Had bred with Harlow, his mom. <laughs> the looks he's given. He knows we're talking about. It's so funny. Had bred with Harlow, his mom, and. Uh, it was a very large litter, like I said, 12, which is very big for a German Shepherd, which is why he's a little yeah. undersized, which is actually crazy because most people look at him like, what a big dog. I'm like, well, see, I don't because fucking butt kiss, our golden huge. retriever, was like a 120 yeah, pounder. Very big. He's not even 75 pounds. Yeah. So like, but a lot of people look at his, his width, you know, and they're like, man, he's a big dog. I'm like, he could be, if he hadn't been born to a litter of 12, he might be, because his uncle who I don't remember his name, who mm. we met in the yard that day. Because a lot of people look at Legion like, wow, what kind of shepherd is that? Because of his redness. Yeah. they don't. You see a lot of that sandy blonde yeah. in the German shepherds in America, but he's so red. They're like, what kind of, is he an Alsatian? Is well, he, yeah. and I've noticed, I mean, I'm sure he sheds, but. Oh, dude, go ahead. But I was going to say, like, I, I knew people when I was a little kid that had German shepherds, and, like, you sit down on their couch, and you get up with just, you're covered in hair. Yeah. Maybe Leah or you clean and vacuum constant, a lot, but yeah. I I don't ever see hair clumps. They're there. If you look on the corners, it's it's pretty constant. He sheds he sheds a lot. Like both Butkus and Boone, both Goldens. Like if you go in my parents' house, like and it hasn't been vacuumed in a few days, you see like tumbleweeds of brown <laughs> of blonde hair from just the dog being in the house. Uh, I don't ever see that out of him. It's there. It's just a kind of a constant vacuuming. Um, he has to get brought. We have a horse brush for this dog. Yeah. Leah grew up with horses. Well, when I did dog grooming for my brief stint in technical college, I hated when people with huskies or German shepherds came in because they always wanted to do the furminator. Mm-hmm. And there's no bigger pain in the ass no. if you're on the working end of that. I get because it. It's a two-hour long brushing with this fine tooth comb that pulls out the undercoat. The undercoat, yeah. And it's like, you're working against nature. Yeah, it's What not, we're doing is not going to solve your... Nor would it matter because the next day... It all day be at, Yeah, it's coming back. The undercoat doesn't go anywhere. You can... And the dog hates it. Yeah. And the dog doesn't know me. Yeah. So he's going to be either nippy or on edge the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the minute the hair dryer comes out to dry him because you have to have him 100% dry... <laughs> He's going to freak the fuck out. <laughs> oh, dude, I've got videos. Okay, so there's the whole dog market, which is kind of like the Whole Foods for dogs yeah. here in Georgia. They, you do a self-wash, and they have the, the dryer, right? This motherfucking dude mm. 
don't even turn the dryer on <laughs> because he turns into fucking Cujo yeah. and is ready to attack. And yeah. it's not like a ha 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 attack. Mm-hmm. My dog has no aggressiveness at all. Yeah. But when he hears that dryer turn on, <laughs> oh, it's fucking Ric Flair go time. The worst people are the dog owners that are oblivious to their own dog's personality. That's it. It's the most infuriating thing. When I worked at that dog groomers, you'd have people bring in like their 18-month-old golden and be like, I want him to be blow-dried and he has to be completely dry before I pick him up. <laughs> and then he'd say, okay, ma'am, I just wanted to point out to you, you brought in, uh, what's his name, toothpaste? What's his name? <laughs> toothpaste, the dog. You brought in cinnamon or whatever the fuck his name is last, you know, two weeks ago. And we told you, we told you when you left... He's not a big fan of the blow dryer. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, he literally crawled up the fence that like, cause we have that pretend dog fence that we change. He literally crawled up it in yeah. fear and pissed and shit himself. <laughs> we had to bathe him again. And I feel like before we get into it, it's worth pointing out. He's not, it's, it's not a great idea. And in the interest of not bathing him twice again, uh, I think we need to just do our best towel dry. And if you really need him completely dry, we need to do like a four hour turn and he can air dry the rest of the way in yeah. one of the kennels in the back. Like, oh no, I need him. I need it in two hours. He's blow dryer. Like how fucking oblivious can yeah. you be? There's so many people. The thing is they're not their- oblivious. They're just putting the hard work onto you. I think yeah. most people that would say that are, they know yeah. their dog's a piece of shit. Well, and the worst people were the people that insisted on being there for every stage of the process. I think this applies, just to not to pivot too hard, the same people that are oblivious about their pets Mm. are oblivious about their children. Yeah. That's the same thing. Oh, yeah. I know plenty of people with a shitty kid, and they just don't, they don't seem to pick up on it. They do. I think, (laughs) I think they do. Yeah. But it's this sense of like, I'm going to close my eyes to how shitty my kid is. and. We know some of these kids ourselves. <laughs> That's all we need to say about it. Yeah. But it's this sense of like, just, oh, they're fine. No, they're not fucking fine. You're, yeah. and because what they don't want to, re- and you know more than I. I'm getting to, you have a four and two. Yeah. You're starting to see how your parenting is reflected in your children. I'm not patting myself on no, the no, back. I'm not either. It, well, I was saying this, and this is a this would be a gene. gene is it genealogical pat on the back? Like, sure. I have friends. My buddy Mike comes to mind who have like sworn off the idea of ever having kids. Like I don't want to have kids. I'm happy with my wife and my dogs. I don't want kids. I don't want that responsibility. I, I'm too selfish. I'm. Is in, this the one? That's the funny thing with the voice. And yeah, voice? same guy. Uh, can you do it one time? Because I was. I was <gasps> trying to, <laughs> well, what's the? I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> no, it's. Ooh, baby. Oh, I'm about to cut. <laughs> yeah, that, I love well, it. These ears perked up. He loved it. Yeah. But I'm. You know, he specifically was like, I never want kids. He said, but I have to tell you, if I ever had them, I can only hope that they are as cool as your kids are. <laughs> and you should give yourself the genealogical pat on the back. Having well, and pe- strangers well, say like. I don't usually think other people's kids are cute, but your girls are adorable. Well, cute is one thing. That yeah. is not something you have any control of. Your kids are cute yeah. because of the, the genes, yeah. the genealogical stuff we're talking about. It's your handling of yeah. your children that has made the difference. And their personalities so, back up their, the cute. Right. Uh, the, and they both have the, polar opposite personalities. Yeah, no, 100%. But they're 50-50 yeah. on parenting versus cute. And when you have that balance, of course, people are like, man, I wish my kids were like yours. 
Yeah. But it. Well, because that same but friend. That, but has, that is reflective of self awareness. That same friend has. I don't know much about them, but I remember him telling me he has another friend with two kids, and he was like, "That's they're the example of what I would never want." He said they are so strict. It's a seven thirty bedtime. Everything is on a schedule, and when the kid doesn't want to do it, it's pandemonium, and everyone's mad, and it's chaos, and we've been there for dinner before, and they're trying to get little Spencer to go to bed at 7.30, and it's not working, and he said, and that is the picture of what I would never want. He's like, what do you do differently? Because your house is not like that when we come over, and I said, well, what we do differently is we don't set unnecessary expectations on small children. Yeah. (laughs) Like... They don't want to go to bed at 730 and there's no amount of making them go to bed at 730. You're just making your life harder. Yeah. You're getting in your own way. You're doing what Donald Trump does when he says too much in a speech. <laughs> like if you like as someone who doesn't like him, you watch him speak for 15 minutes and you go, this guy, I, I see why some people voted for this guy. <laughs> then you listen for the next 15 minutes and you go, now I remember why. I don't <laughs> Like he, he gets in his own way. He says too much. You know, it's like, <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to take that. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Too many parents give themselves too much extra work. My kids, the bedtime is a loose 930. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's 1130 and they're having a fucking giggle fest in their bedroom with the TV off and the lights out. And you open the door like, go to sleep. <laughs> but it's 1130 and you're allowed to be mad at that yeah. point. But at 930 when they're like, can we watch Big Hero 6 again? It's like, yeah, cool. Like when I was four, I would have killed to watch a movie. Yeah. The best I could hope for was a black and white rerun of MASH on the little TV <laughs> that dad might set up in my bedroom. MASH. Yes, I fell asleep to MASH a lot when I was four. You know, Adelaide gets her pick of whatever HD Pixar movie that we have on Voodoo. And I'm like, you don't know what it was like, like when I had I to watch Mash. I went to bed with Hawaii Five O. I watched Mash on a black and white antenna TV that wasn't always in the bedroom. Try watching Cheers when you're five. Oh yeah, put on Cheers when you're five. You'll fall asleep. <laughs> You'll fall asleep fast. There's nothing funny about Norm. When I you're can't five. believe Woody Harrelson ever got out of this. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, that's ultimately yeah. what I would say is. I don't know how we ever got on a dogs, to be honest. But to your point, the people that are not aware of their animals are typically the people that raise shitty kids. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I'll tell you one, when we were in, when we were both in California and we went for the wedding and I went, I I was dumb. It was dumb, but I was having a hankering for a sub sandwich. I do a Google search, found a Jersey Mike's, fine. There's probably plenty of sub sandwiches I could go eat. And I, I don't want to do really, but I guess I haven't had it for the second time. I don't understand why people like that's irrelevant. Oh, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Jimmy John's. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jimmy John sucks dick. We've had this conversation. Had Jersey Mike's. If you shit on Jersey Mike's, we have a different issue. I'll try it. I haven't had it before. Please do, especially their Italian. Different issue. So I go. Um, I want that Italian, which was funny because I I usually don't get the Italian, but I wanted it this time. Mm. So old old man was like, I know where it's at. Let's go. So we're driving out there. We get, he's, he sits in the car to do business. I go inside. I'm a Manhattan Beach local. <laughs> it wasn't. It was in Hermosa. We had to drive a ways. <laughs> I'm a Californian. But now. long line. I'm standing there, and I got firsthand view of that California lifestyle of 
we're not going to raise our kids. We'll just hire a Mexican nanny with no papers. <laughs> that's not me. Being, that's just. Well, no, I know. Because it actually came too. out in the news. Yeah. We're like. A lot of these parents are concerned because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we don't want a parent. We've only been bringing in Mexicans to do this for years. Mm-hmm. And now you're making that harder. <laughs> we, we, no. We want illegal immigration because it makes our lives easier. easier. I don't want to really parent. <laughs> I like to shop and my husband works 80 hours a week. If I talk to my kid, when am I supposed to look at my phone? <laughs> I can't Instagram and parent. <laughs> Anyways. Do you know how many followers on Twitter I have? Those people need attention. So, yes. So Consuela, I'm... can you please wipe her butt? I'm busy tweeting. Like I want Consuela, family gather. <laughs> Anyways, I'm standing in line. Also, uh, can and I have a cucumber sandwich yeah. when you're done, When you please? get done. When you get done. So I'm standing Remember, in line. Remember, no papers. Uh, yeah. I, I'm standing in line. And I'm wa- I, I guess I was just bored. Because normally I would just be on my phone. Waiting in line. Yeah. Not uh, parenting. Not, well, I didn't really know. <laughs> but uh, I'm want, it just kind of hit me. I was like, these kids are whiter than white. And this woman doing I the think ordering. all named Brayden. Yeah, there was like a, there, I think I heard like a tray or, or like a, 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 I don't know. There's a lot of very white names. I think a girl's Ezekiel? name. Ezekiel? I, I think that people's daughter's name was Kyle. <laughs> Can you name a girl Kyle? Maybe. So I'm it's watching. Kyle with an eye. I'm watching these people and <laughs> I'm watching this. T- I mean, what maybe attracted my ear was that she was struggling to make the order. She was like, I would like the beach club and I would like the. How do you say? Like, it was yeah. hard for her to make this sub order. And there's five kids, four or five kids, and she's making these orders. And then she's like, what type of uh, chips? She's turning these kids, and they're like, Ugh. It was just like, so chips. Ugh. Yeah, they were just like being ridiculous. And I, but that wasn't what, what, what inevitably happened. Because I told everyone I got home, I was like, I couldn't believe what I saw. But they get to the, the sandwiches are made. They get to the end. They got the chips. And the person behind the counter at uh, Jersey Mike's drinks, and she's like, what type of drinks do you want? What type of drinks? Mm-hmm. And she's asking the, the girl. The girl says whatever. They, they get to the oldest. The oldest. I want kid. a sweet tea and lemonade. Well, they get to the <laughs> oldest kid, and I, I want to put him at like this was a kid. He was ten, maybe eleven, definitely not nine. I want a suicide with extra Dr Pepper, all light all, ice. And again, this Consuela. We'll yeah. use Consuela, <laughs> working hard. For a very little amount of money, watching four fucking kids, little entitled Hermosa yeah. Beach shitheads, liberal shits, too. just just the worst. And she, so she says, "What, what do you want?" And he was like, "She's she holds up. She had so they have like at, at uh, the sub place there. At, uh, they have like the, the twenty ounce sodas in the bottle. Mm. There's also the drink machine. Yeah, that's an option, right? So she's do you want Coca Cola? She holds it up, the little twenty ounce Coca Cola. He's like, what the? No! No! Are you stupid? I want the fountain drink. He said, are you stupid? When he said that, I was yeah. second in line. My sandwich was being made at this yeah. point. That's how they work at Jersey Mike's. The you sandwich. quickly are- figure out, like, how can I trip this kid and not get noticed? <laughs> it was the hardest thing for me. Yeah. I, I mean this full disclosure. Yeah. To not just... Not smack the kid. That's what I yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. Was bitch slap. 
the yeah. little fucker. And like you said, probably a little liberal shit. Yeah. But it, it was so hard yeah, his for parents me. donated to the Hillary campaign. And Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. I mean, it's California. The numbers kind of say that one yeah. way or another. But it's just like, it was so hard for me to not be like, <laughs> you little fucking prick. I love the idea of you getting down on one knee like a coach. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, 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 hey Braden. Come here. Listen, you little cunt. <laughs> that surrogate mother over there for yeah. you, that, that proxy mom that's really doing the, the parenting. The only reason you're not getting ass raped who's, by some fucking pedophile out here in California right English now. English is her second language. She's not only doing this for an a income, she's also doing it. To raise you because your deadbeat whore mother over there with her face buried in her iPhone plus is clueless as to what your interests are. This woman is at least offering you a beverage. The whore that you fell out of over there, she doesn't even know that you're thirsty. Over there means like in a different, she's yeah. in Bel Air. She's not around. She She's not even aware of the fact that you need meals or drinks. Yeah. This, this short chubby Guatemalan woman... <laughs> Is at least trying to to give you some nutrition. So show some respect for the person whose blood is not connected to yours. Yeah. That's trying to feed and, maybe, and hydrate I you. Want, maybe one day you'll look back on this time and remember how much Consuela yeah. actually means to you. Yeah. But when you tell this poor immigrant woman making probably... T- $14 an hour? If she's lucky. To do, to not watch one, to watch four of you little liberal shit fucks. <laughs> you little cunts. Yeah. Look at just her. Just remember. Yeah. Just remember. I hope, I, oh, Brent, dude, it was so, I came home, I didn't even enjoy my sandwich. I mean, I did, because it's yeah. Jersey Mike's. Yeah. I, I ate my sandwich first, and then I told the story. You look at her, and you say, you know what? I would just love some water, and you have my Coca-Cola, because I really appreciate everything yeah. you're doing. And that's my point. Can you imagine? I never had... We had babysitters very sporadically. But can you imagine? Uh, just imagine a scenario where you're... You, like, if you could be on the outside looking in. Like, say... Like, here's the, here, here you go. Here's, here's the hypothetical. You know, you hire a babysitter uh, two times a week. And they, and they watch your two girls. Now, let's say they're... I know you're not going to have another one, right? Yeah, we're, we're done. You're done. So they hire you, you. They're watching your two girls for all day, mm. and they have full access. You give them. They have their own vehicle. They have their own car seats, right? And they go out, and then hypothetically, they're in line one day, and you just happen to walk in mm. to the same sandwich shop, and maybe you want to be coy. You hang back just to see the interaction, and you might be initially thinking just to see how Consuela actually treats the kids. Yeah, right. Not that you had any suspicion, but. Opportunity yeah. presents itself. You can't, you yeah, there's not a nanny cam everywhere. No. So you want to just see. And you see Consuela. What kind of sandwich do you want? What kind of chips do you want? Mm-hmm. And one of your... Sun go- chips, you dumb bitch. <laughs> this bitch just asked me if I want sun chip. Like, can you imagine one of your kids saying, are you stupid? Yeah. I don't want the 20-ounce Coke. I want the fountain drink, you dumb Guatemalan bitch. Well, that turd's probably talking to her the same way his shithead dad does. That was my point. <laughs> I said... At the that's age, learned behavior the age, at that's what I That's what I said. The age that that kid is, Yeah. this is not something that he would just do. Because yeah. humans aren't like that. This fucking I think, Gordon Gecko turd of a dad talks right. to her that way. Exactly. And, or, 
or mom or cunt yeah. mom. Yeah. So that was my point. Or cunt mom. Or, or cunt, cunt mom. Or cunt mom. Because this isn't a sexist thing. Yeah. So that was my point. When I left there, I was like, <clears throat> those parents, we joked about liberals. They probably are. Chances are. Yeah. But it was so disappointing. Because to your point, I didn't even think about it like that. But I would have loved to have gotten on, gotten on a knee and said, hey, hey, Tyler. Your dad's not around. Probably not around much. Hey, oh, probably me. fucking a secretary. Hey, hey, Skyler, can you come over here for a second? Because I need to talk to you. Are you familiar with the word cunt, Skyler? Because <laughs> you're being a real cunt right now. No, to your point, like that that whole like learned behavior thing came to mind. Because when we were at Six Flags on Sunday, I saw a kid who couldn't have been more than uh, I'll put him at 14 and a tall 14, but mm-hmm. he was young looking, and he's wearing a Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> and he had like, you know, like a browning T-shirt on and, you know, the the standard like dad, I go hunting on the weekends jeans and the ropers boots. And it's like, oh, man, you have no personality of your own. Yeah, this is all you're borrowed. Just, you're just 100 yeah. percent your dad's little little twin. Like there's no fucking way you have your own opinion about American politics enough to wear that hat at 14, let alone an interest in any of the other shit going on here. And he and his his gaggle of of you know fellow youth group mates could not take their eyes off of old tattooed dad over here. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are really uncomfortable by the way I look. <laughs> and like, what's funny is when I go out in public, even in like in shorts and a t-shirt with all the visible tattoos I have, it's quickly diffused by my adorable pom pom pigtail <laughs> daughters. You know, like people see me and they go, Ugh. and then they see Albert and Adelaide like giving me like kisses and like joking around me. And they're like, oh, he's just sweet, scary. Yeah. And but these like even the fact that the girls were standing next to me, they were like, they were wearing like Chick Fil A shirts and like Turner Burn shirts. Like you could tell, like these are these cats are fresh out of like Thomaston, Georgia, <laughs> like like Griffin's, church group Griffin's fine. Yeah, and yeah. like they were just like, oh, he's got. He's got all kinds of tattoos and they just couldn't take their eyes off me. Like, listen, I have tattoos, but you guys don't have your own independent identities. Yeah. And that's a bigger issue. Yeah. Well, it's funny that same day, some dad that watched me get on a ride with Adelaide grabbed Kristen or didn't grab her, but he pulled her aside. He said, Hey, is that your husband that just got on that ride? Yeah. Is that Rodney Dangerfield on his leg? <laughs> She's like, Yes. Yeah. He's like, That is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, it's just, I love it. It's your tattoos. It's kind of the, the disarming. Yeah. And then they look over and they got like, I I don't know, Gerber babies dangling off you. Yeah. And they get that kind of like, oh, he's a good dad, but he's clearly just tatted up and dangerous. Well, and these were children. Like he was 14 and the rest were probably like 13 and down. And And I just like, we were in one of those snake lines for a roller coaster that I was waiting in line with Adelaide for. And so every once in a while we pass and I can just see them all just staring. And it's like, I mean, you're looking at me the way I would look at a, a SoundCloud hip hop rapper with fucking face tattoos. I get it. But yeah. like, like, look at my cute kid. Like, I'm clearly not that terrifying. I'm not, I'm not here with, uh, you know. Were they looking at you that hard? They were. Like, every, like Adelaide would ask me a question. She was, why, why is the music so loud? I don't know. It's loud. I get it. And then I look over and they're just like, like, I was waiting on drool to roll out of the corners of their mouths. That's because they kind of wanted. So, to your point, they don't have a person. They don't have their own no, personality. they don't. So, they look at you and they see a guy completely painted. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. what it is. Completely yeah. painted. And they're like, oh, man. I think there's a level of, like, 
He must. In the same way that you recognize them as not having a personality, yeah. they recognize it in themselves. And maybe one of them was like, man, that guy just kind of decided to be his own person and literally painted it on his body. I'm literally just over here doing everything my dad does. I don't even like guns. <laughs> I don't even know what MAGA means. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't even know why we like the president. <laughs> I don't know what he does. I mean, I know my dad's racist. <laughs> Man, I'm kind of racist too. I mean, I like the Confederate flag because it looks cool. It but is a cool. Maybe I'll get that tattoo first. I also can't help but now realize I have no black friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not a visual medium, but your face there was priceless. I just realized I'm 14 years old and I have no black friends. I often wonder, like, I'm a guy that would love to get tattoos. Mm. But it's like this inner conflict, like, get the right one. Nah. I know that. I Listen, it's, I, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying that, like, <clears throat> I'm that guy that's kind of, like, stuck, like, make sure it means something. And then I look at yours, and I'm like, I don't think Dwight Schrute meant anything. That's the worst decision you can make, because whatever it means to you the day you get it, it may not mean dog shit and exactly. It's kind of like the people days. that get like uh, lovers tattooed on them, and then like six no. months later, like fuck that bitch. People that try and assign meaning to their tattoos end up those end up being like I can tell you, I have like seventy five plus. The ones I assigned meaning to are the ones I regret more than the I have fucking uh, rib cage with a grenade in the middle. <laughs> looks fucking cool, and it still looks cool, and it doesn't mean anything. But the, uh, the, the two skulls and one set of crossbones, the first tattoo I got, well, that represents uh, me and my girlfriend when we had our first kiss at the King and Queen buildings off of Georgia 400. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, as well, I was fucking 17, it doesn't mean dog shit anymore. Well, yeah. But, but, the, like but the zombie and the pimp hat on my wrist, that's just fucking cool looking. Yeah. Has zero meaning. Yeah. Um, a great tattoo conversation I had with my dad, I, I call my dad's best friend, um, or one of my dad's best friends, uh, Rich, that that mm-hmm. uh, we went to Vegas, Vegas with. He got his, I don't know how old he is. I, I'll say late 40s, maybe, maybe just shy of 50. I don't know. He's a, he's in that range. He just got his first tattoo. It was a big deal because he works in a corporate company. Insurance, yeah. Uh, it can't be visible. It's a big deal. And he picked my brain a lot about where to go and who to see and what to get. and Because he had an idea visually of what he wanted, but... You know, he put a lot of thought and time into it. And uh, he said, I just want to get one. Like, I don't want to get addicted. And I was like, you don't? I said, I can't explain it to you until you get it. You will not get addicted to the process. You will get addicted to the aesthetic. And he's like, I don't understand what you mean. I said, well, you either will or you won't. We'll yeah. get, the, get the first one. So we got it. And he and I happened to speak briefly on the phone about something completely unrelated and I was like, hey, I heard you finally went and did the appointment and got the first round. Do you like it? He's like, oh, I love it. It's awesome. Did the whole thing in one shot. I'm actually going back for a touch-up in a couple of weeks <laughs> to fix a few things. He said, but I completely understand what you mean now because now when I look at it in the mirror, I love it. And now I can't stop thinking how awesome it would be to have some other shit around it. <laughs> and I was like, yes. That is how I ended up with an American Eagle on my stomach yeah. and birds on my hands and Rodney Dangerfield on my left. That, like, uh, 
you get one and you go, this looks cool and I like it. And now I want to put some shit next to it. So just a second, your, your, your point on that <laughs> yeah. is one, I have an addictive personality. Yeah. Two, I know that whatever I would put on it for meeting or otherwise, uh, at some point I just know I would have the dude tattooed on me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Why not? I know that like I want to have the old, the, the tattoo that most comes into my mind, and we've been all over the place now, but the yeah. tattoo I most have on my mind is the old Georgia Bulldog logo. Yeah. Not the one you see now with that cartoonish looking bulldog, but the- Yeah, the classic one. The classic bulldog. With the little on, hat. Yes, on yeah. my chest, yeah. over my With heart. the little like umpire's hat yes. and the old Georgia G on it. Right here, yeah. on my chest. I know it would hurt, Yeah, but just on my, cool. on my peck, on my chest. But after that, I know I'd be like, it's kind of ridiculous- just to yeah. have this one. Well, <laughs> not, not only to have that one, but it's yeah. kind of like, I don't want to be a guy that's like, because I actually know a guy, no names, yeah, that has like all of his favorite sports teams tattooed, and it looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's like he has his, he has, I almost fucked it up right there. He has his alma mater tattoo. Mm-hmm. He's got his Braves tattoo. He's got his, like, I don't know what the other sports team is, yeah. but it's just Ta- like. Tattoos are. And they're, and they're, they're not placed yeah. well. It's just their chest, arm, forearm. They're all sports. I like sports. You know, I do love yeah. sports. But I'm, there's more to life than that. And I don't like the fact that you've used mm-hmm. only the ink for sports. It's yeah. like, dude, get like I had a dream. It's not going to happen for our listeners. I'm not trying to be fucking lame. But I would love if I ever had like a full arm piece. Mm. I just like the thought of all my favorite Disney characters just <laughs> up my arm. The genie, yeah, Aladdin, yeah. Uh, you know, you said it earlier the Dalmatian, yeah. What's it? What's Pongo, Pongo, Purdy, yeah. a couple little ones. Don't even need to know which ones they are. Yeah. But just up my a couple just, of hundred. Just you know, yeah. Moana, just all my favorite Disney because Disney meant a lot to me in my life. I love Disney. Yeah. Just up my arm, the entirety of like my favorite Disney tattoos, mm. up my arm. But uh, zombies. <laughs> Because people people do that. That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> I'll say this. Tattoos aren't for everyone, despite how many people might want them. I remember when I was in HVAC school and I had gotten my first couple and I and somebody asked to see them in between classes. This dude walked up and was like, hey, man, I've been thinking about getting tattooed for a while. And I got this cool idea of getting a little baseball. I was like, okay. like <laughs> Just like, a baseball? Like, I want to be about that big, and it's this isn't a visual medium. Just picture a ping pong ball in in terms of size, yeah. like, and I just I I drew it myself, and I got this. I, it looks a certain way in my mind, and I just think it'd be cool to just have a, a little baseball, right? Uh, like probably like right here on my shoulder. And I was like, all right, all right yeah, cool. And he's cool. like, he said, but I went to go do it the other week, and I asked him to just do the needle on me real quick so I can see what it feel like. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> You know what? It's probably for the best because, and in my, in my mind, I think it's probably one. That's, that's a shitty tattoo. Your idea is two. <laughs> it's like you know, someone else in that same class is like, I want to get a, like a, a guy that kind of looks like my dad. I was gonna almost tell you right now, not to stop you, but I was gonna say like, what's with the accents? And I remember this was an was HVAC. HVAC. Yeah, no, I get it now. Totally I'm the only it. one in that class that sounded like this. Yeah, no, no. As a matter of fact, when I did a week's worth of work uh, under a journeyman as an apprentice in Carrollton, his name was Matt, and he was real country. <laughs> we were driving to lunch. He said, Brent, I got to ask you something. 
you sound smarter <laughs> than any of the guys I've worked with in this company for yes. as long as I've been in this company. And I just need to, I'm curious, why aren't you doing something more than turning a wrench with your life? Yeah. And I was like, I thank you. And <laughs> I think, uh, you know, yeah. he just blew his mind that somebody, you know, he's like, you don't sound like me. I do. <laughs> Or anybody else I work with. I can't imagine why you want to swap compressors for a living. Let me ask you something. Yeah, no, I get it. But, like, I remember being in a tattoo shop once waiting to start my chest piece, and this just real country dude came and said, I want to get a Harley Davidson motorcycle, but I don't want it to be too big, and I want to get a guy on it that kind of looks like my dad, but I don't want him to be too big, and I want to put a baseball on it somewhere uh, because he liked the Braves, and he's just going through all these things, and you can just see, like, the tattooer's just face getting blanker and blanker. He's like, yeah, man, we can't we can't do all... Like, because he kept saying not too big, and he's, like, holding his, his middle fingers and thumbs together, so it wasn't any bigger than his softball. And he's like, what you're describing could be a great tattoo if we did your whole back. <laughs> but this big softball, it's not going to happen. It's like, yeah. oh, well, I can't do it if it's going to be bigger than that. I'll come up with something else. And he, and he turned around and left. Well, it's like, tattoos, yeah, aren't, uh, tattoos aren't for everybody. You know, I told you, I think uh, I sold, as a glorified ice cream man, I, I sold some pops and mm-hmm. ice cream sandwiches, some of our brands, into a, a, a tattoo shop that reached out to us. It was an easy lead. What shop? Called Empyrean in Sandy Springs. I don't know that one. They... They have good artists. I went on online and some of the stuff that their artists can do. Look, I mean, if you go to a website, everything looks good. They're not yeah. going to put their shit work up there. Right. But it looked good. But I sold. I went up there, did the deliveries, and um, talked to them for a long time, sold them some other stuff. But I remember the, the second or third time I was in there, it looked like this guy was, I, I mean, I don't know. It looked like he worked for George Power. Mm-hmm. Just didn't have any noticeable tattoos that I saw. Brought in his own drawings. I'll never forget it. He yeah. had his own sketches. Yeah. And he's talking to the main guy, the guy that owns the shop, who I knew. Mm-hmm. And he's going through this thing. And, and to your point, I can see the look on... It doesn't matter. This guy's, <laughs> yeah. never, his guy's name was Mike. And he was... He, so John Q. Customer lays down his sketches and he's going through this shit in great detail. And the tattooer in Mike's face was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He yeah. just kept saying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he, you know, brings out his own thing, mocks something up. He's like, well, that's what it would take for me to be able to do that. Like, yeah. he looked at his shit fucking <laughs> kindergarten drawing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's the size this would need to be. Yeah. This is the amount of time. And you could see, like, this look of, like, well, that ain't what I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like. No, no, no. I want something perfect for $100. Yeah. Like, okay, well, that's not. It was just funny to see it because it. Having never spent any time in a, in a parlor, yeah. any meaningful time, to see someone come in with the expectation and what they have in their mind and yeah. what now they've gone and done a fucking kindergarten rendering of yeah. and then slide it across the desk and watch the artist, <laughs> yes, the artist, come back and say, give me a minute, draw out what yeah. he's asking for with the artistic rendering required, Right. slide it back across and be like, this isn't a two-hour tattoo. This is a 10, maybe 12-hour tattoo. This is, this is 10 tattoo. to 12 hours, probably based on the fact three that you sins. have none, yeah. probably divided into three. Mm-hmm. I'm 150 an hour, and uh, it's a $100 deposit. I'm like, oh, no, I, I was thinking like 200 tops, and I wanted yeah. to do it today. 
It's like, well, just, I actually am booked for the next six months. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want to get tattooed by me at all, it's not going to be till Christmas. Because that's the thing. Like that dude, you know, you know, no fault of his own. Like his whole perspective of tattoo shops is built off of whatever garbage he sees on Spike TV. Right. It's all and, Ink Master. And the thing yeah. is, like, you know, I'm sorry. I know enough tattooers to know, like. They're they're kind of hard, crusty dudes with a or lot ladies. of them with drinking problems. A lot of them, you know, a lot of them with stress and no patience for bullshit. And they they kind you know their ideal customer is someone like them who's already covered, who wants to get you know something that's baseball sized and gnarly and straight out of uh, a Sailor Jerry Flash book or something like it. And so. I remember vividly being in a shop one day and one of the tattooers I knew who was having a shitty day, uh, he has a lot of anxiety issues uh, and zero patience for most people. This woman comes in with this whole big story and she starts crying as she's describing it. And he said, lady, this ain't TV and I'm not on Ink Master. If you want to get a tattoo, I'm happy to talk to you about it. But whatever this is, I'm not interested. He said, if you want to talk about a tattoo that you want to get from me, then let's have that conversation. But I don't care about all this backstory shit you're getting into because this ain't TV and, and, and I'm not fucking Dave Navarro. <laughs> you know, it's just like you have to. And it's like, oh, that's tough. This isn't a flash challenge. Yeah, bitch. It's like, like you kind of have to like that kind of person. You have to kind of hit them with a little bit of truth of like. We're not. Go- I'm not going to draw this perfect thing for you, and then we're going to sit down, and I'm going to be halfway done with the lining, and you're just going to. I just have to tell you about my dog that died of cancer last year, and that's why I'm getting this. It's like there's no cameras. Like nobody gives a fuck. I can guarantee you, fucking old dirty bastard is going to be playing at volume twenty in the middle of me pulling lines on your thigh, and you're going to be thinking, why the fuck did I do this? There's not going to be any teary-eyed emotional moment where. Old music dirty ba- I have to know, is it like a common old dirty bastard thing? No. Not that I... Well, I mean, the tattoo shops I've been in, they play everything from old Wu-Tang to fucking... fucking uh, I remember being in the shop one time and uh, um, Johnny Johnny Rebel came on. Uh-huh. Well, I like sugar and I like tea, but yeah. I don't like... And, and like yeah. somebody had to run to the... Yeah. It's like, oh, there's black people in the Quick studio. Thing. We can't play that. Uh, not to give a shout out. Wow. King of Pops made a Wu-Tang pop. Nice. Yeah, they're selling it exclusively at the, I think it was last weekend or coming up. I can't remember, but Wu-Tang's in town, so we made special cookies and cream pops with Wu-Tang wrappers. Excellent. Yeah, so that's it. And Wu-Tang posted it on their website, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, so. Killer Bees. Hey, man. Wu-Tang, I love some Wu-Tang. Bees I love, on the swamp. I, yeah, I love Wu-Tang. Um but I think the time's come. I've been talking about my Richard Harrow tattoo for many years. Is that the buddy tat we were going to get? I it, it doesn't have to be. But well, I, I've that's been talking. We were talking about yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, and I, I'm. It's a two parter though, so I have to decide. Like I have to be committed because mm-hmm. do I want to have? If it was just the Richard Harrow with the mask. Yeah. For those who aren't aware of what we're talking about, Richard Harrow <laughs> was, to me. By far the best character on Boardwalk Empire that never got enough time. Yeah. <clears throat> but for me, it was a tattoo that you don't just get the Richard Harrow with the mask. Although, if you did, that's one thing. I need the Richard Harrow unmasked as well. So my concept was two shoulders. Some symmetry. Right. Because yeah. it's always meant more about... 
it's not just like a cool tattoo, which it is to mm. me. And I think when we last discussed it, you wanted to make it more, what's the word? Traditional. Traditional. And I don't want to use the word cartoonish to make it sound that's lesser. What, that's what it is. You have traditional portraits and you have realistic portraits. Right. For me, it was more, I want it to look like yeah. the actor. Yeah. As he was on the show mm. on each shoulder. Right. For you, it was like you wanted to give the artist a chance to say, we can do Richard Harrow. Mm. Let's do this more in like American traditional, yeah, or a rendering of, a rendering of. And I, to be- I took your advice on that at least internally to think like, with everything we've said here, to give the artist an opportunity to be the artist, to not be the person yeah. that walks in the shop and says, "If I don't get this exact rendering, if he doesn't look exactly like the actor who plays. If he doesn't, look, if he doesn't like Jack Houston, <laughs> after the first few lines, I'm yeah. quitting. I'll yeah. go out with just some black lines. I will." I don't give a shit. And, uh, you know, sort of a second layer to that is it's the 1920s. And if you were to get a portrait of this man back then, it would be a 100% American traditional rendering of. No, and I get that. But my, what, it's kind of like, I'm not looking for a rendering. I don't really want a 1920s version of a 1920s character. I want to be able to say to those who love, like I've told you, for me personally, Boardwalk if it doesn't surpass the Sopranos, mm-hmm. it's on the same level yeah. for me. Like, yeah. And honestly, if I had to choose which series to watch right now, I'm always taking Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Now, tomorrow, like Saturday night, I'd had some drinks, came back all day watching football. And I, the TV was on, there's more football on. I was like, you know, man, fuck it. Like, I'll watch six episodes of The Sopranos mm-hmm. until 3 o'clock in the morning. So I get it. But, like, I don't want a rendering. I want to be able to say, like, this is clearly what I was trying to say. This yeah. is Richard Harrow when he came home. This is Richard Harrow when he came home. They both died in Europe. Yeah. Do you see? The ultimate message is soldiers come home, mm-hmm. but they died over there. Yeah. I'm not a soldier, but I recognize that we don't, like, the kind of, we've talked about this before, with like, Support the troops nonsense. Don't kneel nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't support them either. Yeah. They come home. You don't give them anything. Yeah. Right. You and then you to vote Republican right. every election and they want to take veteran money away. Right. But <laughs> all the political nonsense aside, for me, yeah. it's just more of a humanistic look at we send young dudes that we were once young off mm. to war. Yep. They come home and we're like, hey, congrats, you're home. They are not home. Yeah. So it's the dichotomy of the message of like with mask that you put him in so you can assimilate him into society again, even though he's never going to, versus that's him. Mm -hmm. So you got the mask, then you got him. Yeah. They're both dead. That's the whole, the moray is incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. And I, but I don't want the stylistic interpretation. So for me, it's about, okay, if I commit to this, I do have to say to the artist, I need, realistic interpretation of what Jack Houston looked like in this series. Yeah. On this arm with the mask and the glasses versus no mask, no glasses. Right. And I need you to be visceral about that side in particular. You need to see that kind of... The gnarly. The gnarly face. Yeah. On this one, you kind of have a legitimate artistic... You could do some things, but 
You see my point. Yeah. I want to do it and I'm ready to commit to it, but I don't want, I guess the drawback is as we've discussed, I don't want to be the douchebag. It's kind of like, I want to take you with me, but hey, he's got lots. <laughs> he's got lots. Hey, this guy's got tattoos, hey, so I'm going to get some too. This bitch has tattoos. <laughs> and he told me this yeah. is a cool place. Yeah. He, he's cool. We have blood relations. Don't be a dick to me because I'm here with this guy. Don't be a dick because, look, he's got like 75. Yeah. And we have like blood ties (laughs) and a pod. By the way, tp2topod.com. Go to Adam and Eve. Buy some dills. In fact, I can get you 50% off. Anyone have it on Adam and Eve. But just just listen to me on this one thing. Anywho. Yeah. I'm ready to commit. But this has been a long one. It has. We got to wrap. Let's wrap. This has been episode 33. We went heavy on Hocus Pocus. We talked about lots of fun shit. We got a great backstory Dogs, on the third member of our podcast. Yeah. Trumpy himself. Well, Cold Cuts is his original name based on him stealing some cold cuts off our Sopranos episode one. Yeah. Was that one? First episode. We did cold we That's did, right. I made the I made cold my cuts and famous carrot tomato sauce. Yeah. So maybe we'll call this one Cold Cuts. Cold Cuts for him. WFUCK! The BAM! And we had a caller. Sorry. WFUCK the BAM. <laughs> <I'll>... <laughs>